What's going on, guys? Welcome back to episode 21 of the Now You Made It Awkward podcast, <laughs> where I, you guys won't hear it, but I definitely, definitely cut Ricky's nonsense out of the beginning. Um, and because we are on a bit of a tight uh, time frame today, we're just going to get rolling. Uh, real quick, though, I will uh, read off comments because we had a couple comments from uh, the last couple episodes. And uh, because episode 20 has not aired as of recording this, we won't have any responses or long emails from Jay this time. So, Don't you want to shout out our guests before we start reading emails? I will do that in a second. <laughs> when do I ever introduce everyone right off the bat? I always introduce someone. Uh, he's just going to randomly start talking and people are going to be like, who the fuck's this dude? That's fine. We were we were thirty five minutes in before I introduced Matt. That uh, is true. <laughs> yeah. So either way, uh, if we go back to uh, the episode of the top five best video game movies, there is one stupid YouTube and not wanting to show me all the comments. There we go. We had a question actually, and it was from Christine. And I want to see if you guys will know the answer to this. Um, She's an easy trivia question. What do some of my favorite movies, War Games, The Karate Kid, The Avengers, and Pixels have in common? War Games? Karate Kid. They're all Paramount movies. No. Well, could be, but I don't that's not what she was getting at. Um bu- 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 War Games. Read them off again. Sorry, War Games, War Games, The Karate Kid, The Avengers, uh-huh. the first one, uh-huh. and Pixels. Don't they all have Pac-Man in them? They have a game in them, but not Pac-Man. Yeah, the arcade game. Or Galaga. Oh, is it? There it is. Galaga. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That, so I I guessed it correctly once I got to Avengers. So I was like, it's got to be Galaga because there wouldn't be anything else. Um. And so she, when I guessed back to her, she said, yes, sir, Galaga, the only game besides Pac-Man that she could play really well back when it first came out. So that's pretty cool because we hadn't really heard from Christine in a little while. Uh, we have another comment from Will over on the Babies in the HOV Lane uh, episode that Mike and I did. And he says, hmm, this has me thinking a bit. Speaking just to the HOV citation itself, I'm going to say I agree with the pregnant lady. However, people get off without a ticket slash citation for crap all the time. So I know there's a level of discretion cops have over whether or not to give one, which is entirely true. You know, I've, I've, when I was listening back to HOV episode, man, I did have a comment on it. I talked about it with you guys and the the thing. I'm surprised you didn't talk about it in there because I couldn't be there for that one, but I did comment about it. You, you basically called her stupid or something like that. Nope, not what I said. What did you say? What I said was, would she keep that same energy if they were trying to charge her for two airplane seats or two movie tickets? Oh, that comment. I don't know. Yeah. They do the same thing for well, fat people. They do it too. But I guess yep. like if she's but not, I'm if she's not going, she's hollering. But if she's, she's not going, she shouldn't get a ticket because she's actually two people. Well, then does that mean she's willing to pay for two tickets to do anything else that would require it for two people? No, because she can't occupy two seats, and they can't charge mm. her for two seats she's not occupying. Well, then she's not occupying two seats in her vehicle, so there's not two people in the car. No, but the car has two people in it. (laughs) She doesn't have to take up two seats for two people to be in the car. If she has someone in her... somebody in the trunk. Yeah, you could have somebody in the trunk or in your lap. 
which is not a good plan, but still a thing. And neither happen. one of those would get you out of HOV violation ticket. Nope. But either way, uh, he did actually uh, email in with an elaboration on his comments. So I'll read it off for real quick. So it says about 10 years ago, my mother got and this will still uh, about 10 years ago. My mother got a ticket when she rear ended somebody. We were her and I traveling downhill at speed limit car in front of us uh, stopped and the momentum pulled us forward after she hit the brakes. Two cars collided, no damage on either, and no one hurt, but she still got a $250 ticket. Personally, I think she shouldn't have gotten one. I got you one better. Okay, go ahead. Now, you know how, like, when your car, like, when you're stopped, but if you let go of the gas, if your idle's not set exactly right, it'll slowly move forward? Sure. My wife came to a dead stop at a red light with a car in front of her. And took her foot off the gas, and her car slowly rolled forward and bumped this dude's car in front of her. You mean took her foot off the brake? Yeah, yeah, off the brake. And it slowly rolled forward and bumped him. This motherfucker got out his, like, would not get out his car. She was trying to get information from him. He kept his window. He wouldn't even crack his window so she could talk to him. Like, he just stayed in there holding his neck. I'm dying. I'm dying. Dude, he hit her insurance. Like, this list of shit that was wrong with him. Mm Mm-hmm. Like was crazy. Like somehow that little bump made him have erectile dysfunction. <laughs> like it was fucking bananas, dude. I am not making this up. Karen oh my can god! Pull out the paperwork on it. Like it was shit. He had a. He couldn't go to work for six months. He couldn't do this. He couldn't. He what? How he said it was. He was unable to sexually perform for his wife. Like all this crazy shit like this. And fucking when the cops got there, the FHP got there. They they're like. Y'all were in an accident? And the guy's like, yeah, he's holding his neck. He's like, I need an ambulance and all this. And the guy's like, well, where did he, where did she hit you? And he, he pointed at the back of her car and the cop started laughing. He yeah. said, he, he's like, if you, these cars are made out of fiberglass, their fenders are, if you're going like 10 miles per hour, they'll collapse in on themselves. There's not even a scratch in your paint. How slow would she have been possibly going for there to be no kind of transfer at all? He's like, oh, I'm dying. I'm dying. You need to be. It was crazy. <sighs> and it ran up our insurance. And then they were talking about suing my wife. And it was absolute batshit crazy. Come to find out the dude was all into kind of like workman's comp scams and shit. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. And she just happened to. Yeah. Actually, she, she might not have guy. moved. He might have purposely backed yeah. into her. Well, he didn't know. She definitely moved. She admitted that. She's like, yeah. I reached over to grab something. I took my foot off the brake for a second, and the mm-hmm. car just kind of that that very slow, like literally a snail's pace, yeah. and just kind of rested against his car. <laughs> and like this dude was like, "Oh, my neck and my back!" Like he was doing all that shit. It was crazy. Yeah, it sounded but like the, Mike the, right the, there. The, the erectile dysfunction thing had me laughing. I was laughing so hard. I'm like, how? As a man, I don't understand how shitty of a person you have to be to proclaim to the world that your dick's broken just to get out get try to get free money it's crazy it just sounds like a real pain in the ass thank you <laughs> personally i was gonna say it's like hey, maybe he's just not getting used to being hit from behind that hard but uh given the erectile dysfunction maybe she needed to hit him harder um yes. either way so I, to finish off the email uh he also says that when he was a kid his dad got caught speeding and talked his way out of a ticket I think he should have gotten one anyways. The thing in common was both and since the cops had discretion whether or not to issue them. Now, I would agree that, like, the the first one with his mom, like, sure, failure to control your car or some nonsense. But, like, given that there was no damage or injury, that should have been dismissed. Like, I would have fought the fuck out of that personally. Um, 
And, you know, I've gotten out of tickets before just by worthiness of my uniform from work. Um, you know, mind you, I wasn't really doing anything wrong when they pulled me over, but it was kind of a, let's see what this guy's doing kind of stop. But I've also, um, narrowly avoided a drunk driving ticket because I guess the cops were too lazy to do their job properly and gave me a bullshit ticket. And, uh, I didn't even fight that one <laughs> because I was like, I was, I had been drinking and I was driving home. They didn't do their job properly, and being as shitty cops that they were, they only wrote me a really stupid hundred-some-odd-dollar ticket for the most bullshit excuse I've ever had. So, But you were actually drunk. Uh, I was more than buzzed, but I wouldn't say drunk, drunk. Like, I I won't drive, like, super drunk, especially before that. I was already, like, because I wasn't even driving very far. I'd been to the bar in town, had a couple, but I was I was. Enough that I probably wouldn't have passed a breathalyzer, but not inebriated to the point that I shouldn't be behind the wheel of a car. But beyond well, I know legal a lot sense. of a lot of tickets and stuff like those nonsense tickets, like mm-hmm. they just count on people being too lazy or too busy with work and life to go down to the courthouse and do anything about it. But if you mm-hmm. show up for those bullshit tickets on the day that you have a court appointed thing for it, mm-hmm. 99% of the time they get dismissed. You just have to be there because the cops too busy to even show up and, and say you need the ticket. Well, I'll argue against that because my ex roommate was a cop and he said they are required. Like they get, they are let off to go to court to deal with the tickets. So if a cop says they were too busy to make it to court, then maybe somebody died, but like they're required to make it for that reason. So they have to be even there. for the bullshit ones. Yes. <laughs> so the thing is, is like if somebody chooses to fight it then they have then that's got to be a thing but most people like you said are going to take care of it ahead of time they're not going to sit there and wait for the court date and stuff like that so <clears throat> but in my case you know what was my defense i was like well he's clearly not doing his job because he pulled me over for a bullshit reason and he didn't bother to ask me if i'd been to a bar or even to get out of my car <laughs> it's like it's like my excuse is i was drinking and he should have got me for that but he didn't so he's a shitty cop like, in the first place. Be like, liar, liar. Do you know why I pulled you over? Because I was speeding and I was this and I was that. Yeah. <laughs> All the laundry list. Well, actually, what he got me for, which was even stupider, was um, excessive acceleration. So you sped up too fast off the light? I wasn't. I didn't even stop for a light. I didn't have a light. It's like so I was crossing a bridge. I was crossing a bridge over the freeway <laughs> and then going up a hill. Him and his other cop that were talking were sitting at the gas station right there. And it's just because, you know, my car changed gears and like I wasn't even speeding. That's the fucked up part. It's like, you want to say my he's like basically saying my car sounded fast. But I wasn't even speeding. And I saw the cops because I, you know, they were just sitting right there, so I'm not stupid. You know? I was like, what the fuck? It's like, what do you mean excessive acceleration? And it's like, and I didn't spin my tires. No, nah, that, that shit went in the, the trash. Cops, the cops said my car sounded fast. <laughs> yeah, car sounded fast, basically. The car was fast-ish, but in this case, I was not utilizing said speed. Either way, so that's going to be it for our comments and write-ins. If you want to write into the show, you can do so at now you made it awkward mail at gmail.com, and you could be like Will and Jay, who like to write in. And we'll get started with the main episode now. You know, now that we're done with that. And we do have a guest filling in for Mike, at least for this week. And we have Mr. Dormammu. Oh, hello there. Um, how y'all doing? Thanks for having me on. 
Yes, thank you for coming and filling in. I put out a casting call in the realm of collectors, and uh, I guess someone answered. <laughs> Excuse me. So uh, I guess people would know you best from any ROC show, or is it Enter the Realm specifically? Well, um, I was born in the Highlands of Scotland over 400 years ago. I'm a mortal, and I'm not alone. Um, no, for real, though. Um, that was terrible. You know, I know it was. Uh, no, I'd yeah. try. Uh, no, uh, really, uh, my name is Rob. Sometimes I go by Dormammu here and there, uh, mostly in the realm of collectors. I'm on the, usually on the watching watching a lot of their their great material, and um, you know, some somebody at one point had asked, "Well, why did you pick the name Dormammu for your uh, for your profile?" And this is in YouTube, and it's purely because when you're 25 and you're looking for online handles and someone else has the same name ideas as you, you go for those B-level comic characters that you read when you were a kid, and it just sticks because trying to come up with any other good username, especially these days, is pretty damn difficult against ones that are like, smells your farts over 9,000. Mm-hmm. Um, although fantastic. lately, you know, these days, that. I mostly go by um, dad, dad, <laughs> dad, dad. Daddy. Well, since I'm not going to call you, I'm not going to, I'm not going to call you dad or daddy. Um, <laughs> I, I think I'm just going to call you Dormobert from now on. Dormobert. Yes. Flamey headed Rob. He's playing, uh, he's playing it down too. He also helps them out over there. He's made some really cool videos and skits over there. On, I, I am. I just happen to be um, quite good at, at at quick memory and a very very quippy um, sardonic comments, which um, sometimes helps and sometimes does not. <laughs> <laughs> and he's good with that. What's that face thing where you can face scan somebody on there? Oh well, you know, I mean, there's an there's an application for everything out there these days. You <laughs> want to just fake somebody's he's face a, on he's something He's a tech else. wizard. Yeah. Yes. But, he, but he's good. Don't let him lie. I mean, I hit him up one time. I'm like, here's these two gifts. Here's a picture of my face. Make these things happen. And within 30 seconds, he had them flip back around to me just so I could have a a goofy gift to put into a post. I mean, he's good. Nice. It's it's a gift. And but it really, uh, <laughs> but really, and it's, a curse because then Ricky a... hits me up. <laughs> yeah. Well, now well, I'll, it's, now it's, I'll be uh, hitting you know, if, one if of those things when when you're in computers and you 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 do IT for a living and it winds up being your both your 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 passion as a child. I learned how to how to work on computers on my own purely from oh, luck going to the library and you know it just turns into something that's a hobby that then becomes a career and you know you learn you learn quickly where to go and what to do and I like to think that it puts me ahead of the game where my kids will be concerned as they grow up into this age of um, everything, everywhere, all online. So, so, but, so you'll have your kids tr- well-versed in me in uh, meme currency. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So they'll, they'll absolutely. be, they'll be meme rich. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. You don't want to go into ki- a kids will just, with see, By the time your kids are our age, uh, they're literally going to be pulling out holographic memes out of their pockets as instant responses. So yeah, no, I totally, I totally expect for them to uh, to be uh, rich in in whatever currency we currently value at that time. It'll whether be memes, it's, uh, whether it's under President Ye or um, whomever, whatever we wind up with. Um, 
I've yeah. seen the movie. We end up Overlord. with Terry Crews as president. We do yep. end up with Terry Crews. Yes, and yes. We, we are in the idiocracy. Sorry, folks, we're already there. We've been we've been yes. buried in that reality for too long now. Yes. I think. Yes. If and y'all haven't seen that movie, I don't know why you're listening to this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like for myself, it, it kind of runs. You know, I've seen it. I've seen a lot of it. You know, I'm an I'm an East Coaster. I was in New York City born. Mm-hmm. I lived in North Kakalaki for a solid two decades. By the way, uh, shout out to anybody that who listens to this in the nine one nine. Sorry, you're stuck in traffic at this time. At least you picked a good podcast. Um, but you know, <laughs> all, for the last ten years, you. I've been all I've been in you. the Rolling Hills of Maryland. You know, Dude, but I've seen I said, it all. I told him he was going to need to go Thug Life on watching shows, and he went legitimate Thug Life. He's from North <laughs> Kakalaki. He's shouting out the nine one nine. And he's, I can't see him because our cameras are off, but he's probably doing a crip walk across his, his desk right no, now. I'm wait, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, he's doing I'm a wasp waving walk. waving my shirt in the air like a helicopter. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. Know Pablo? Oh, know God. Your Raleigh, know your Raleigh rapper references. Come on. Yes, we know P.D. Pablo. We know P.D. Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, but no, I, you know, I, I... What did I get myself like, into? <laughs> like my kids, I you know I'm kind of a that that guy was was a science fiction kid turned science fiction fan. Oh. Raised on I was raised on I was raised in, on Arthur C. Clarke, Doctor Who, Trek, Wars, every cartoon I could inject in my Saturday morning bloodstream. Like you know, and it's just kind of followed me along in life. So you know, the, the technology and the science fiction kind of meld together. But at this point, we are at a point where. I feel like the fiction is the science. The fiction has almost become that reality. Yeah. Um, no, reality well, has become fiction, fiction. Is what it is. It's it's kind of how science fiction has always worked, though. That that made up make believe stuff has always been the stuff that drives scientists. Like when we were kids and we were nerds reading that stuff, we're like, "Oh, that'd be so cool if that could happen one day." Well, then one of those little kids grew up, became a scientist, and made that shit happen for real in real life. And it's going to just continually be that way until they're just writing about real life and it just sounds like science fiction. No, it's just time travelers going back and writing things into fiction (laughs) and then inventing, Uh, quote unquote, inventing it so that they make all the money. It's some English chick in a phone booth flying around doing shit. Uh, No. There you go. We do not accept Or John Wick. (laughs) Yes. John Wick, the time John Wick in a phone booth. I'm waiting for John Wick 5 where he travels through time. John Wick in a phone booth. That's funny. So are we going with John Wick or Fast and the Furious franchise will hit time travel first? Because I'm thinking John Wick. John Wick, but we'll see. I think John Wick would go metaphysical like with astral projecting and stuff. I think that's John Wick style. No, John Wick's just going to figure out that he's been Neo all along. Um, <laughs> and then, and then he realizes he's looking for Trinity, and it's just, it's just John. The John Wick movies are just the prequels to Ma- the last Matrix movie. Oh God! And so the whole time he's in his own personal modal or whatever. It's I called. hope it's not related. That's to that's the all last it is. Movie. That's all it is. This yep. is this well, is, this is his John new dream state. Full, John Wick's going full quantum leap and jumping into Will Smith and slapping people. So. <laughs> no, because he would have just shot him from this from the thing, and nobody would have known who it was. Yeah, I don't know. The, Chris Rock didn't everybody. kill his dog. Chris Rock didn't kill his dog, so it is what it Sonic is. Sonic rings for everybody. <laughs> that was Christ. still my favorite Will Smith meme. Smacks him, and the rings go everywhere. Did you see that one with Chris Rock and him with the Sonic rings all bouncing out of him? That shit was funny as hell. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
But no, um, I appreciate you guys having me on the show. I uh, I went back and listened to quite a bit, and you know, going back on uh, where we're at as a technologically advanced society, I pretty I enjoyed your your discussions on uh, robotic animals and how they're going to crave human flesh in the future. <laughs> I don't remember having that discussion, so I'm not sure yeah, what you listened to. I, it's the one where I wanted robotic genocide. No, I think he's talking about. If he got back to episode that far back, I think he was talking about the uh, when Matt was being very scared of uh, Boston Dynamics robots. Oh, Boston Dynamics dogs, yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But the thing is, the easy one. Yeah. no, for me, you know, I said it's like no, they're we don't have a craving for flesh. They're just going to be the things that tend to us while we are in our VR PlayStation bubbles, floating in the vat. You know, you know, they're the ones you know scooping up our poop and or whatever. You know, so as we evolve into the Matrix, that's just what it is. The Boston Dynamics uh, robots that now serve serve as our maintenance. They're just that's all they'll be. They'll just be human maintenance at that point. <laughs> got to keep Truly, the I mean, got to keep the batteries going. Meta's Meta is what one step away from Ready Player Two. All we need is the yeah we're, biofeedback. It's, suits. it's yeah, we're way too they close. They have haptic suits. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's true. We have some, yeah, but I don't think to that degree. But yeah, they're getting there. That's but who saying. knows? Science who knows what they're making a DARPA out there, and somebody tries to make it happen. So yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and roll into our weeks from there. Uh, mine's pretty easy, so I guess I'll go first. I I think Ricky should go last because he had a pretty eventful last week. So I think it might be a good idea. Yeah, he did. All right, so um, just very recent news. Uh, we went swimming yesterday for the first time in a few weeks, uh, and it's hilarious because the wifey, while trying to tan, realizes that her last sunburn is still peeling. So it's like, oh, so you're gonna try to burn on top of your peeling burn? So that, that ain't gonna stick. Um, and we did, we did, we did meet another new neighbor who um, happened to be hot. Um, so it is what it is. But, you know, it's funny. We've lived here for over a year Wait, now. I didn't we hear what you said. Exactly. That was the point. Yeah, I I hate new neighbors. I hate meeting new neighbors. My neighbors next door put their house up for sale, and I try to talk them into staying. So mm. I don't want new people <laughs> to move in. No, well, that's fine. But, I mean, like, when I say neighbor, I mean they're in the complex. Like, she's, yeah, I got you. she's on the other side of the complex. But, uh, anyway, she's nice. You said she's hot? Is no. that why you whispered it? Didn't say yeah. that at all, Ricky. You don't know what you're talking about. But uh, the, one thing she, the one thing we did, we, t- we talked to her for about like an hour, hour and a half just sitting out there. Everybody else left the pool and it was uh, sun was going down. And she gave us the scoop on uh, a very, very like super creepy fucking other neighbor that lives one building over from her. And some of the shit that was going down with him and the girl in the office and all kinds of shit. I was like, damn, she's just spilling the tea on everybody. I was like, oh, nope. well, tell us, what was he yeah. doing with the girl in the office? Uh, I don't know if they were technically banging, but she was sending him nudes while he was attempting to date the the neighbor we talked to, mm. and like they were friends on the other side. So it's like, what the fuck? Mm. It's like you're over here, you know, wanting to go out on dates with me, and now you're showing me that you got nudes from her. I'm like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah, and then, yeah, she gave us a whole scoop on that motherfucker. The dude, not her. The the lady in the office is gone now. She moved on to another complex where she gets paid more. So, yeah, cool. But uh, let's see here. Uh, yep, that was the end of that. I, I thought I had more written down, but I did not. Uh, I take notes. 
I did take notes because that way I can keep nice. track of some of this shit because, well, you know, every now and then we're gone for two weeks. So we <laughs> got to remember what the fuck happened. Uh, I recently got in volume five and seven of the IDW comics and no, no, six. No, I had six already. So oh, okay. five, I remember. So recap for everybody, uh, five, I ordered off of Amazon and I okay. still have not received that one. So I have to wait till I have to wait till tomorrow to actually be able to issue a thing that Amazon will refund. The the I'm getting nothing but automated responses from the seller, even though I've repeatedly just replied, refund me immediately, refund me immediately, refund me immediately, and just getting automated responses. So that is some bullshit. But uh, at least BBTS came through on volume five, so I can read all Hail Megatron and that kind of stuff. So that's that was great. And uh, along with that, how far I, are you into the reading though? I haven't started reading it just yet. I've been doing other stuff. I just got, uh, I just got it set Friday or Saturday, uh, whatever day I sent the picture. Uh, and then along with that, I got the Eagle Moss Deep Space Nine. So nice. only one step away from quote unquote completing my Eagle Moss collection, so I can get my, if I can get my XL Voyager, I'll be happy, and then I can just put it all the way in the closet till I figure out where the fuck to put all my starships. Uh, um, so have they, have you heard anything more about Eagle Moss? Like, have are not. They still shutting down, nobody's getting their stuff? What's I haven't on? seen any other updates um, so far. Did you see somebody pull up with a, a repo truck? <laughs> no, <laughs> not that. No, if, if you, if you didn't catch it, you know, uh, Eagle Moss is basically filing for bankruptcy, so they're at least in the UK, what they have to do is they filed for an arbiter or something like that. Basically somebody to come in and start that thing and organize it. So hopefully it just turns into them reorganizing the business, restructuring, selling off some assets and stuff like that, just so they can stay in business and get their asses back to making my fucking Ecto one parts. Um, how far are you away from completing? Uh, I only need the gurney, which was supposed to be the next, the next issue. And then all the stuff for the roof rack. So probably three or four issues. So three or four months and it would be done. Wow. Yeah. They got but, that close and gave up, huh? Yeah. But you got to think some people are done or some people are just getting started. So they just. How is that? Oh, because they just started or they started, started later than those people that already finished. Exactly. So like. I have to check with other people. I haven't seen if they actually ever finished all the parts or not. I was um, going to say, if they've already finished theirs, then that means those parts exist. They weren't making them one piece at a time. Yeah, exactly. So, But I know that they are progressively doing stuff or were progressively doing stuff because they could make adjustments like when they sent the replacement passenger door uh, right. when they realized they screwed up. So anybody who would have started later would get the correct door everyone else who's already way past that point would get it sent to them as an extra part. So, gotcha. yeah. So, I mean, the problem with it being a progressive thing and everybody starts at a different point is you end up with parts backed up, you know, from where, from God knows where, but, uh, if, even if all the parts were done, it would be nice to know if I could just go ahead and knock it all out, you know? Just let me buy buy all the parts outright and then let me finish it out instead of sitting here waiting to never know if I'll finish it. So, and you know, for anybody else who just started on some stuff, I feel for them, you know, cause they, they had like three, several of them were complete already. Like they're done, you know? And then they had the, 
I think the Aston Martin came out after after Ecto One, and then they had a Titanic, I believe, that came out last. That barely got started. So, only but, Eagle Moss stuff I have is I have some DC statuette things, and then I got a couple of the 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 fancy Batmobiles like that are in that mm-hmm. clear display case and stuff. I got a couple of those. Like I got the animated one. I got the the OG one that looks like the old Packard with the big fin on the back. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. And I think I got like one more. But that's rem- really all the Eagle Moss stuff I got I'm into. In one conversation with Sean, I think I actually determined the proper car that that was i'd have to really dig back like what actual vehicle that was um but i and like i said i have to dig way back in our conversation also shout out to sean um mm, fuck sean yeah <laughs> as for watching i did just watch all of the terminal list finished it up right before we recorded that was a hell of a show uh we can talk about it a little bit more in depth after we get through our weeks uh, the wifey and I started watching Black Mirror on Saturday because she was just scrolling and clicked on it. And I went, God damn it. I w- didn't want to get into a show right now, but now I have to because um, I've always wanted to watch Black Mirror. I just never bothered to sit down and do so. And warning now for anybody who's jumping into the series, the seasons are backwards on Netflix. So it's starting at season five, which is the most recent. So I don't know if there's any any crossover episodes or any references in later episodes. Cause it is just an anthology series. Everything is individual. Um, but we watched two, two episodes of season five before we realized what was up and then started over at season one. So we got through season one and we got two episodes in the season two, which were both really fucked up. All right, real There's quick, no real uh, crossover with it. It's mostly, like you said, it's mostly anthology. Anthologies. Yeah. And, and it's, it's designed. And if you're looking at it from a, deeper perspective it's like a quite messed up version of the twilight zone um, mm-hmm. everything is, uh, is yeah. almost self-contained but has a, a a theme to it yeah the main oh, the major reason i was thinking if there was anything that might crop up is because there were similarities well across the show there's the technology is essentially all kind of on the same level i think there's only one episode where it's like a weird jump in technology comparatively but for instance, there's the one of the episodes we watched last night was the if you've seen it, Rob, but uh, the one where everybody can access their memories and pull them yep. up and stuff like that. The, it's the same kind of thing going on in their eyes that happened in season five with the uh, like quote unquote VR adaptation thing that mm-hmm. happened in season five. So like it's almost like there's some crossover there um it's but, a real real quick before y'all go further into this it's yeah. a 30 1939 cadillac series 75 convertible okay yeah the convertible one that yeah. was the original batmobile yeah. yeah sorry i had to google it because it was no no you're fine that. the the <laughs> the other one that wasn't the convertible the one that was uh like the big slope back mm-hmm. uh version is a i don't want to say it was a mercedes no it was something else but i'd have to look it up again i looked i look for a long time trying to figure out exactly what kind of car it was uh because they reference one but then there's a lot of details that are very different between the actual cars but either way yeah, uh, it, was like, it was like one of those like fair ladies or some nonsense like they have a weird name like that <clears throat> not i know it's not that but it's yeah, a yeah, weird yeah. Name like that. exactly um but either way so we're going to continue with black mirror and like every episode is a mini movie 
like even though they're only like an hour maybe an hour and 10 minutes it's so in depth you feel like you've been watching it for two and a half hours so i think the last one we watched before going to bed was the one with um Haley atwell otherwise known as uh agent carter or captain carter from the marvel mm-hmm. universe still hot and uh mm-hmm. so her in this still. in that episode her husband dies go ahead rob no, I was just agreeing. Still, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. still. Sorry, I didn't. But uh, you're talking about Peggy Carter, right? Yes, Peggy Carter. Yeah, uh, she can definitely get it. She can definitely get it. So, and it is a UK series, so most people have an accent throughout it. But occasionally, there's mm-hmm. Americans. That uh, was really surprised when Topher Grace popped up out of nowhere. I was like, "That's fucking Topher Grace, being his best, like Steve Jobs, or uh, what's his face, Zuck." He's like, "Yeah, he's being like Zuckerberg." There's a lot of stuff in there that is specifically referencing uh technology and the way we use it and abuse it and stuff like that and like but the one where she her husband dies and she's offered a service or signed up for a service that like basically creates an ai chatbot of your dead loved one based on all of their social media texts emails stuff like that and then it just keeps evolving and evolving as the episode goes on and then the every episode ends on a fuck note like it's crazy like so it, i'm i'm into it and after watching love death and robots i was already kind of in that mindset like so this just makes more sense um let's see uh what else we got here oh yeah more netflix stuff so watch the new bill burr special for live from red rocks okay yeah pretty funny i like i like bill burr um, you know, I laughed. I, I did fall asleep. This is why I shouldn't watch stuff immediately after eating lunch because I always end up falling asleep on the couch. But still funny. He's he's a fantastic comedian. Um, I just I guess I wasn't necessarily in the mood in the at the moment when I watched it. But his abortion joke, like right at the tail end of the special, had me. I was like, that's it. There we go. He cemented it. I was like, I was like, I got it. Um, if you haven't seen it, by all means, go watch it. It's great. Uh, along with that, I watched the new not stand up from, uh, Dave Chappelle as well. Uh, and that's, it was called, uh, what's in a name. And it's like his kind of acceptance speech when his high school wanted to name, uh, I guess their new theater after him. And apparently there was a whole big brouhaha about it. The student body got together and said, no, can't do that he's he's a transphobe and all this kind of stuff so he wrote this whole big long speech and everything and of course recorded the whole thing and whether he's doing stand-up or just speaking he's he's, no he's just fantastic even beyond funny like of course he's he's a master of wordplay um and like there's a lot of heavy stuff throughout it because he does talk about growing up in the area and you know everything that happened way back when and the one thing that really got to me and he was speaking about one of his favorite teachers and like this is this is a really big this whole thing he talked about like it really hit me so i'm going to quote him he's and he talks about it that the teacher gave us a particular lecture that it stuck with him you know with the whole thing went through it and then he quote Ever since that lecture, I listened in his class intently. 
He was one of the only guys I would always get straight A's from because I worked very hard not to get his approval, but to avoid his disapproval. <laughs> like that, like that actually hit me. Cause that, that's, that's something different. Mm-hmm. Like it's one thing when you're trying to win the approval of someone, whether it's a teacher or a parent or something like that. But when you like respect them on a different levels that you're like, I don't want to let this person down. Mm-hmm. That, that means a bit more. So like that, that hit me. I was actually texting Bobby about that. I was like, dude, this sucks that you got rid of Netflix. Cause you need to watch this shit. You know, actually I've, I started that conversation with sending him a, uh, a screenshot of the Bill Burr special. I was like, you could be watching this motherfucker. <laughs> but he's already seen it. Cause he was talking about it. I think. No, he didn't watch it. He isn't wanted that, to watch isn't it. That the, oh no. That's the reason why he canceled his Netflix was because of that. Right? Prior, prior to that, he's pissed off cause he wanted to watch it. And then there was some other nonsense. Yeah. 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 But you know, just do what you want to do, but I'm sure and we all know someone will give him access. It's fine. Somebody got him. Yeah. But yeah, but essentially, uh, I think that's it for me. I mean, I got one, I got an order in from BBTS, and it'll be here eventually. You know, I or, I ordered a new a new toy, as it were. Oh, and I Did guess you I, going on the Blitzway? Mm-hmm. No, fuck that. I don't have no. that kind of money. No, I I, I pre ordered a He Man from Iron Studios, but I think that's the most amount of money I'm spending in one place for a while. At least Did until you do the one with the gray skull background or just the Oh yeah. Man? Oh yeah, just with the fucking gray skull. Are you kidding me? I'm not gonna not have that. And they're the same mm-hmm. size regardless, because you have the same base yeah, to stand it's on. The same statue. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the same statue. And it's actually incredibly similar to the just the Prince Adam with the sword. Mm-hmm. Um so it's almost like they just literally stripped him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of funny. Just remolded it. <laughs> yeah. So and then I, I made sure before I pre ordered it to measure my besta where my Thundercats are. So I checked all the measurements for all the mutants that are coming from, from Thundercats with Mumra. So those will fit all fit perfectly in my upper shelf in my Besta. My Thundercats are in the middle. And then I have still two inches of headroom on the bottom shelf for that He-Man statue to go. So I'm good. All on right. That. So you, I'm picturing your layout in my head. Yeah. And you brought, made me think of something. Okay. Now I know me personally. I usually do side by side villain and hero. Like okay. even if they're on different shelving units, they're still they're parallel to each other, you know. Sure. Next sure. to each other. But if I do have to go top to bottom, some reason I always end up heroes above villains unless it's a specific show or, or something where I like happen to like the villains better. Okay. Do you set yours up like that or is yours more of a, a line of sight thing? Like I would rather be looking at these so these like you're sitting at your desk, so the middle shelves are going to be more your line of sight without having to look up or down. So do you set it up like that, or do you set it up good guy over bad guy, bad guy over good guy? How do you do yours? That's probably more line of sight than anything. I haven't really thought that far ahead on this, because Mumra right now is on the bottom, below the mm-hmm. Thundercats. But there's a right. there's a lot of room there, because that's where my Flame Toy stuff was beforehand, so I needed the extra space. Now they're on the other best of, we're on the Transformer side. So Mumra is too short for that area, technically speaking, but it's just with the mutants that are coming, the upper shelf, which I didn't have anything on. I just kind of, so, you know, it just made the room, you know, cause bestas don't have a set like center shelf, like, uh, Billy's do. So I set the height at whatever I forget exactly. No, I had other statues up there at one point and then before I got them on the different shelf. So it just worked out that the measurements 
are going to go this way. So there's no plan on that. It's just the group of Mumra and the mutants is going to be the top shelf. Thundercats are in the middle. And then it's just wherever they fit. It's where they fit at this point. Gotcha. But, you know, it's line of sight because I want the thing that looks the best to basically be at the eye line. You know, so I want the Thundercats gotcha. at eye line. Uh, on the case of the Power Rangers shelf, for the most part, MMPR stuff is at the eye line. You know, on the other side of Transformers, all the big bots are in the middle on the eye line, stuff like that. So, gotcha. but, but when it comes to Legends, we got to see how that's going to work out because, you know, it puts shit on the top shelf, be like, what the fuck is up there? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There's got to be all your B listers up there. In the top. Something. I don't know. I got to figure that one out. Mm-hmm. But uh, either way, um, I do. I did one little thing, and that's because I worked on my Halo rifle that Ricky will never have. Um, nah, I don't care. Because I had to touch I'm up the paint. It. Well, I still have the one that's unpainted, but um, I ordered the Nerf version of the Bulldog, which is their uh, automatic shotgun. 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 So it was cheap as fuck. So I'm like, yep, I'm ordering that. (laughs) So I'll have that to repaint later. And then at some point I'll buy the Needler when it finally drops. And Derek immediately tried to hitch up. Could he have it? That shit was funny. (laughs) Everybody. Everybody, by all means. All right. So I think that's going to be it for my week. And we'll let Rob go next. Oh, so um, I had the the good fortune of taking last week off from work. So it was, uh, but it was for for um, bad reasons because um, it is still the summer for kids. So I actually wound up. Uh, it was it was a week of dad camp, if you will. Oh. Um, so there was a there was a lot of running around and uh, activities, whether it's the beach or nature preserves or running around we um my littles are uh in the still under under teenage year range so um we've tried to foster some good outdoor habits um some of the things that we we enjoy doing is things like geocaching where we'll um have a the app on my phone and i'm like well let's get in the car go find a cache um and it's 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 modern day treasure hunting if you've never done it yeah i've done um, it yeah I mean, it, it, put it, the rocks with like the little paintings on them or whatever well it's not just paintings um usually what these are, are um actual um boxes or storage uh capsules mm-hmm. that are buried in various places and then they're marked by uh they're actually you actually log it with the uh, U.S. Geological and Geographical Society um, as uh, and, and there's a whole there's a whole association with it where it's all these geocaches and these things are are list. It used to be that you it required a GPS. That was the the kind of the yeah the origin of that where you had to have a GPS because the GPS would the coordinates would basically take you you would use your gps unit and you would go hiking or go locating this this cache and it can be the size is anywhere from a, a film tiny little polaroid film canister to uh um to a sandwich box you know like a ziploc sandwich box um mm-hmm. usually it's a sealed container it's preferable when it's a sealed container um or it can also be just a, a marker and so um, you use, uh, it's gotten to the point now you can actually use an app. Um, there's several out there that have these marked positions. Um, you can get in your car, you can, it'll even um, navigate you, your car, like you, you can use the, the car navigation to navigate to within a certain distance. And then you get within a certain number of feet 
and you can use your phone to kind of navigate a plus or a minus X amount of feet from where it's at and it'll buzz when you get near it. And so sometimes these caches are, are very small. They're, uh, they're kind of out of the way. And sometimes they're just kind of pretty, pretty well, pretty, pretty obvious, but also pretty, pretty unique. And so um, we kind of, it's, it's a, a take a penny, leave a penny kind of situation. Where mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you open it up, you got a treasure trove. Usually um, people will leave a log in there of what they've uh, of <laughs> found it, where they found it, when they found it, and then so, you leave something in return. I'm a child. My brain went somewhere else when you said they'd leave a log in there. I know, I know, you know. <laughs> it's log, it's log. It's log. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so we did, so so it was a lot of that this past week. Um, a lot of swimming. That's so, cool. um, you know, you mentioned, Shoki's about swimming and... Um, Hot neighbors? My, my, my oldest um, swims um, year-round, um, both on team and also on practices. And so um, we had a lot of that this summer. I think I've swam more this this summer, or really this year, than... I had in my entire life and I mentioned I was born in New York city and really the, the only idea of a pool at that point was the water that collected in potholes. So I was never uh-huh. a great swimmer versus my kids or my, my spouse who, who are much better swimmers than I am. They're like um, half so, fishes. <laughs> well, well, I'll put it this way. So I had my, my moment of um, seeing my life flash before my eyes briefly as I was um, playfully pushed into the pool by 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 one of my children, and then proceeded to glub glub until I <laughs> um, until I coughed a spitting up water on uh, on the side of the pool with a we're so sorry, Dad. Um, wow. So so you couldn't. Like, this swim. is why Dad. This is why Dad does not swim so much because he mm-hmm. um, basically is the equivalent of um, Bruce Willis in uh, in <laughs> Invincible, no, where water is invincible. my weakness. Um, I no, just sink. I don't float. I sink. Um, so, I yeah, also I, sink. So yeah, it was a lot. So we had a lot of pool time where I basically watched my kids um, try to um, turn themselves into fish and a lot of running around. But it was it was nice. It was nice taking the week off and getting that time. And in between, I um, I've been working on um, kind of putting together my own stuff, uh, my own collectibles because I've had. Um, I've he was had, an inbox collector. <laughs> well, I was an inbox collector, but it wasn't by choice. It was sort of like I wanted to have the shelves in a certain way, and I wanted to have a certain type of shelving and have lights, and I finally got around to doing these things, and now I'm actually unboxing things. And it's almost like um, finding figures that you forgot but that are all new because, hey, you didn't realize you had them. Um, mm-hmm. I personally, uh, to answer that question, Ricky, I am a uh, heroes above villain type of person, apparently, because I just happen to have more heroes than I do villains. Um, but yeah. it also raises the question, just how many Wolverines do you really need? All um, of them. All I mean, of them. I mean, there is a multiverse, so. There, there is a multiverse, yes. So, I mean. But, um, no, I, I also, like, I, I agree about the whole um, line of sight in terms of what you want for your collection. Like, I don't do a lot of um a lot of DC characters um, or a lot of ancillary characters, but like gargoyles, the neck of gargoyles in mm-hmm, particular, mm-hmm. I have, um, I have Goliath and I have Demona and they're, 
I'm making space for the top of the for the top of the display where they're going to go with the rest of the crew, because right. that is my intent. You know, it's 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 I'm 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 planning ahead basically in terms of how I want things put up. Yeah. So I've unboxed these things, but I haven't actually like lined it all up yet and gotten it to where I, to where I'm uh, happy and satisfied. Uh, it's that's it's where a work I'm at in right progress. now. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Plus, I, I take into I try to take into account things like um, the dreaded dusting, um, trying to keep things. Yeah, as, uh, you know, as, as clutter free as possible. So that I need to blow. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm, like you know, I have my Black Series Star Wars stuff, and that's always like a dominoes on the shelf. Um, but dude, I did. Power um, Rangers are the same way, dude. That's like the two things that fall over more than anything is my NECA April O'Neil, the movie version mm-hmm. and my you know, the cartoon one does it too. She's laying down in my detolf right now. And I have non-slip pads underneath all of my figures face down ass up. Uh, uh, actually she's just laying on her ass. So oh, that's even better. Nap. <laughs> but it just, it kind of depends. Cause like one problem is like, you know, I do have my Billy secured, but the wife will go out to smoke and the door for the patio is on the other side of my billies. So if she slams that, shakes it shakes it. everything. So certain figures that have small feet or weak ankles, which is so many of the motherfuckers, uh, they go down, you know, like April right now, like no joke, even though she's on that little tiny base, the NECA center with, uh, she's leaning against Casey. Like I have her interview. <laughs> I have her interviewing Casey Jones. Like after he just beat the shit out of them. Sexually provocative. Uh, yeah, so she's actually leaning against him. Like the microphone is like in his chest, and she's like leaned in close to his face. It's kind of funny. Hey. Yeah, I'm just trying but, to record your heartbeat. Yeah, but like, uh, who is it? Is is that a microphone? Are you happy to see me? Well, if she's the one holding it, either way. Um, but my Rokusaki kept falling over quite often as well. I'm just hoping my Ronin warriors that are now on the shelf won't fall over. Because uh, that's just Roku too much. Roku that's one up. that became it's a lot of those are became... a lot of parts. Those yes, exactly. Parts and yes, Ricky, that's, uh, that's Shredder. Yeah. That's Shredder's original name. So, so yeah. you're talking about arranging shelves, and uh, like right now, I really have to take my arranging seriously because I've got too many Power Rangers figures for my current display. But my current display was just throw stuff up there. So now mm. I need to prioritize, put shit away reorganize. I'm even talking about uh, the other day I sat here for about 30 minutes staring at my transformer shelves. I'm like, I think I'm going to reorganize this. And I'm like, I'm going to move all my planet X shelf to one side. And then I'm going to put all my big robots and legends on the other side and then start balancing shit out. More shelves, which is where, I, which is where I, which is where I'm at. I'm, I have I, no more I would like room. to put out more stuff, but I need <laughs> yeah. more shelves in order to do that. And the tempered glass ones. Oh God. Will yes. not cut around lights. This is also true. Mm. Um, the one thing I technically have is actual shelves. Like I do have more shelves to put into the actual cabinet, but I need to reorganize in which to figure out how to do that. So like I want, I have to start planning ahead from here on because I want to start doing dioramas for the displays, but I cannot grow anymore. I'm at maximum capacity. So I have to plan what I want to have, where I want to have it. So that's where I re- I'm going to start buckling down. I made that once I got past some of my bullshit last week, I'm like, I'm going to take this seriously. And actually, instead of just finding somewhere else, just to cram another figure, I'm going to figure out what I want to be where. So right. like you're, like you're talking about your gargoyles. Like and I told Ricky this before I'm going to have mine. I'm going to build like a, 
rooftop diorama at the top of my billies and have them all like in their spot, like, you know, with their, excuse me, wings spread and stuff like that. So if NECA doesn't put out stone versions of these things, they're fucking idiots. Yeah. But what I'm going to hate is that they do it at the end. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yes. true. Yeah, after everybody customizes end. a bunch of them, that's like, what I was going to do. Make their own. I was going to buy a Thalog just to do a to do a guy Goliath yeah, but stone. You, but you know, foam is foam. Foam and paint are cheap. Um, buying mm-hmm. actual um, branded accessories are a whole different story. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know that that that's potato third party kit potato. Yeah, but um, at least just buying the figure and just repainting them to look like stone is real easy. No. Yeah, that's, that's no. I'm saying I want them to, to I want them to be stone oh, no. so that they don't all oh. be in the same position. Not like actual stone, but I'm saying yeah, I, I know don't what you want mean. it. I don't like. I, I think Robin think I meant uh like a statuette or something. No, I mean I want them posable so that way, like this week, yeah. I got them crouched down. They're Next just, week, they're, I'm gonna have them in statue up, form. Just yeah, in that's stone all it is. form. Yeah. No, I want to be able to move them into different positions no. while I'm fucking with them. You know what they should do? They need to put out one that was like the toys, where like they had the breakaway stone that you could put oh, over God. the actual figure. You push the button and it popped off. Yes, it'd be so du- <laughs> dude. They do that kind of nonsense, you know. And Super Seven yeah. does too. So I don't know. Maybe maybe Neca they love doing to- toy versions of crap. Or maybe mm. just a nice nice Lego sized Empire State top there, of the Empire State building kit. Th- there you go. Mm. Uh, I will ask because I think. Uh, Ricky, you haven't gotten to Bono yet, have you? Nope. Okay. So, All I have is Bronx and Goliath so far. Yeah, so you managed the Bronx. I still haven't managed that yet. So I was going to ask Rob then, is it me, or did they go far more tune-looking with Demona than Goliath? They definitely did. Yeah, um, she's softer. They definitely did. Yes, it is softer. Um, the expressions, I think, more than anything, are definitely more tune, and the colors are a little bit more tune. Yeah, and she's um, not ripped. Correct, yes. Where Goliath is, like, absurdly fucking ripped and yeah. chiseled, like, no pun intended, but, like, I kind of mm-hmm. I kind of want, like, sloppy Goliath, like, you know, where he's definitely built, but not ridiculously jacked like he is now. Well, and, Considering and we've already got smooth, one repaint, just waiting yeah. for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I don't even know. About, if, you want him more smooth. Yeah, I don't even know if they'll. Sm- yeah, exactly. A little bit more smooth, like a fight. You know, like a like a wrestler would be. Not he doesn't I have think to be more of the eyes too. I think yeah, that too. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, hopefully they'll give us something along those lines. Maybe they'll give us more uh, heads as well. Like because they need to figure out this fucking wing thing, dude. Because I'm not like we got one for Goliath, but it came with Bronx with his folded wings. But now we got Demona out, but she doesn't have folded wings. Fucking Thalog doesn't have. They're, folded they're just wings. they're just gonna sell a folded wing. Hudson kit. doesn't have folded wings. I mean, like they need to. I just put yeah. on a box set with all of them. They, and what I'm gonna say, everybody needs to pay close attention. I could be wrong, but believe me when I tell you, I zoomed in as much as I could checking. But that Lexington. Mm-hmm. its wings look weird to me like okay because in the cartoon his wings are under his arms attached to his side like they're yeah, always they're there. webbed yeah if you look at the toy it looks almost like they're plugged into his back and just kind of wrap around his side so they're just there under his arms and and body like not actually attached i, if you look, that the, I saw that too i didn't look that close you let me look look at the part where it's supposed to be attached to his arm you can see a thin gap run right through it Mm-hmm. And yeah, it tr- I'm like, they it. fucking better not, dude. They fucking better not. Well, again, they were trying to get these out to 
to the SDCC so that they could show them off. So, you know, I think, yeah, some of the shit's I think that's part of why we haven't seen this massive uh, release push on, these, them. Yeah. Uh, on the push of these. Yeah, because they're they're, they're fine tuning a lot. So I, I, I would I will see. I think it's and, see. and at least some of the earlier images they showed of Lex was he was definitely like rough prototype and quickly painted like you can, he just looks like he's carved out of soap. Um, and one thing that a lot of people don't realize when we talk about the gargoyles is is when it comes to toy companies, every single one of those gargoyles is different. It has to be a fresh yeah. mold on every single one of them. Yep. It's there's no cross contaminating any of them. You can't repaint Goliath into Lexington. Oh, I see the gaps you you're talking re- about. Yeah, you That's can't. The only one that that allowed that was Goliath to Thalog, and then Goliath to the Iron. Um, huh. uh, gargoyle and that's mm-hmm. it those right. are the only ones that that allow that repaint capability everything else is a new is a is a unique mold yeah okay so i'm looking at a really close picture of lexington right here and it you looks like i'm talking about yeah but it looks like his wings go up behind his arms like up near the mm-hmm. wrist but like they mm-hmm. are obviously they're not going to fold or anything else like that so it's like what are they going to do? Like, they'll have to be removable if you want to have them in a relaxed pose. Yeah. Like, which I'm understandable of, but they need to make it look more natural. Right now, they look well, kind of back from the arm. Like, it looks yeah. like the arm's kind of in front of the. Oh, wing. by the or way, maybe what... a way to tab into the arm so that it looks more yeah. like it's naturally yeah. out. Yeah. But I forgot. What is his daughter's name? Does anybody remember? Angela. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's probably mostly a Demona retool, right? She might be a retool, but I'm not getting her. I, I couldn't give a fuck less about her, Angela. That head sculpt looks stupid, if I'm honest. Mm, I, I couldn't That's care less. definitely she's, not the best. I don't, I mean, I don't want to be reminded of that She's on my season. list for characters to have on my shelf with them. So it's like the core cast for sure. Elisa, maybe maybe Xanatos. Definitely um, got to have Everybody, definitely everybody, everybody needs a William Riker about? on their shelf. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a Xanatos, and I'm already gonna head swap it onto the freaking iron body and have him mm-hmm. holding the helmet under his arm. Yeah, like a d- 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 oh, yeah. I don't care. I'm gonna do it because it's gonna be fucking but awesome. How are they gonna you know show us? Else? How are they gonna show us a Xanatos, but not an Elisa? Not more importantly, what was his? What was his little lackey guy's name? The guy with the glasses. Oh, uh... I liked him. He was like one of my favorite characters. Oh, uh, Puck, show. who was also um... not Puck. Nope. No, he was Puck. He was Puck down the line. He was Puck, yep. Well, later. He was right on to being Puck the whole time. Who turned out to be Puck, the god of mischief. Which was good. Yeah. I liked I, I liked him. I don't I, I used to like when they would silver out his glasses like to show a reflection mm-hmm. or something. It used to creep me out for some reason when I was a kid. It's such an anime trope. Yeah. And I still remember to this day that that was the first like kids cartoon I saw somebody get shot on. Oh yeah. That, oh, yeah. that one where Brooklyn was playing with her gun and accidentally shot her. Yeah, that was some serious shit too. That was a, yeah, and it that was, was a very special like episode. Prime that time was. afternoon. Yeah, parents flipped out about PSA. that shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here's a here's another good shot of Lex. Yeah, they're gonna have to have separate wings for him, like just to like have a folded down version and because he also tended to walk that. on all fours, like because mm-hmm. you know. It's, I, so it's I, a little different. That. No, no, I'm just saying, like, they're going to have to do a lot mm. to make that work with him because he was so unique that way. But, like, the if Brooklyn... they're going to do that wraparound like that, they're going to have to get it really, like, hugging the body so it looks solid. Or, yeah. like, like, like Dorman was saying, like, 
tabbing in like in a or two sets of or two sets of arms one with wings one without or something that would work for me too so you just do an arm swap i don't think you're going to swap the arms personally i think they're going to have the wings plug into the back of the hand and then uh i think what they'll do because his wings never really went away much like anyone else's but they they folded they folded up in like a weird taco form Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're gonna have to do something crazy there. Oh, I just realized I'm Majora in his armpit. Sure. And then let's go with that. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So moving on from gargoyles. So yeah. So moving on from from the from sta- stacking armpit figures. Vaginas. Um. No, watching wise, I uh, watching wise, I've been just kind of catching stuff as I go along as I've been unpacking items. Um, and realistically, let's be let's let's face it, dad life and when you have energy. So um, mm-hmm. I did I was I was late to the party. I did finally get a chance uh, over the last two weeks to watch Multiverse of Madness. And um, I'm sorry. I, I, well, <laughs> me too. Um, I'm not even going to go there right now. Um, I did watch Uncharted because I figured, hey, Tom Holland, um, which also you should say I'm sorry too as well, because uh, I haven't seen it. Don't make yet. me sad. It, it was it was okay, but um, yeah, I don't know if it's really. You're the second person that's not, that I, not what that the fans want. Uh, it's gonna be in your in your wheelhouse. Um, it might be a little mm. too might be a little too buddy buddy. And um, I own all the Uncharted's. I love them too. And 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 Alan was saying the same thing last week. He's like he has a personal attachment because of a date night with his wife. But other than that, it was mm. just an okay movie. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, uh, but actually, I did have two wins uh, for my for my actual watching. Um, one of those was uh, a documentary. Um, mm-hmm. I just happened to come across Nova had a documentary on the uh, the James Webb Space Telescope, Ooh, um, which okay. is the 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 successor to Hubble that they that mm-hmm. NASA had sent up, um, and we just started getting images of a few weeks back. Yeah. Um, and apparently, you know, you learn things from it, like you don't realize how long it took for them to get this project to happen. Um, I mean, it was a, a literally a 20 year effort. And so, um, the history behind it and the technology behind it is, um, very, very interesting, including the fact that it is the, uh, only telescope to have traveled well beyond any satellites that we have, uh, any observatories that we've ever sent outside of um outside of our terrestrial atmosphere so it goes uh over 10 times the distance for what hubble could do and it captures way more um but it took 20 years to get there and and it's it, it is literally if you look at it from the the 10,000 foot view it's like the equivalent <clears throat> of a of a half megapixel camera versus a two megapixel at this point you keep wondering Wow, if we've only come this far, how much more do we need to go to reach where we're at with what we can do with our cell phones at this point? Yeah. Um, because I keep trying to tell people that when they upgrade phones is it's not that huge of a difference. You can't between it like an iPhone one, maybe and the brand new iPhone, you could be able to tell the difference. But the, the differences are so minute from like a nine to a 10, a 10 to 11. Like, oh, I always I always skip a generation before I buy another one. I skip four because it's the technology. I mean, the technology leaps um, with every iteration, but it's minute in between each each version. Mm. But if you're skipping multiples, then you're really seeing the difference. And you, yep, I kind yeah. of feel like a kid in the you kind of feel like that kid in the candy store because it's something that is so new and so so much better. But um, but in terms of this, like there was it, it, again the history. I, I highly suggest it for anybody that's that's looking for a 
just a good one hour long documentary on um on space and exploration um it is uh, it's it they even have a live feed right now mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the uh, from the observatory itself of what they're what they're currently doing a deep field on and uh the images are just absolutely incredible the second mm-hmm. win interestingly enough um, it was a recent movie that came out, the uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent with yes. um, Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, where he quite plays surprising. Nick Cage. <laughs> quite surprising. I did not. I, I I started out with expectations that he was going to um, kind of Jim Carrey that with uh, like an eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, but it, it actually turned out to be pretty fun and entertaining and. Um, uh, it, it actually makes me appreciate Pedro Pascal more as an actor and not just as the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, so what, yeah, where it did was, you, I thought you it was it? really quite good. Where did you watch both of these? Yeah, I was going to ask the same thing. Uh, Unbearable Weight was a uh, was just a red box. Uh, ah, okay. The Nova special is actually on YouTube for free. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. So that was my week. Excellent. Ricky, anything important happened in your week? Um, I got in my NECA Usagi Ujimbo. I did see that. I got that in. I was excited about that. I have been waiting for him since they first started doing Turtles. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you that I am now on the, the countdown to being out on this line now. I'm he was he was the one I needed to have for me to feel happy about my set. Yeah. So now you... it's going to be all about cuts, like who makes the cut, who gets gone and who fills your spot, because I skipped a few of them. Like, I don't give a fuck about the frogs. I don't have none of them. I kind of like the frogs. Um, not gonna lie. Like, I mean, they're, they're cool and all, but I don't cool. need them in my like, set. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're cool, but I don't. Now, what about battle set. toads? Do you need some battle toads? Um, if they made battle toads, like I know there was a third party made like one. Yeah, but they don't ever do all of them because it's some there, big stupid. There's thing a, with their copyrights or something. There's a no wait. It's not battle toad. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a company making all at least all the battle toad bad guys. Because uh, they're, they're, they're on they're on the BBTS. I think they're the one that put out the one Battletoad so far. Yeah, I think so. so yeah, I, I don't know how they so, got part of it, but not all of it. Yeah, I got that in. Um, I got something finally in route I've been waiting for for a while. Shows he hit me with my notification for my uh, New Age Grimlock. So I'm excited about that. It'll be here in like two to three weeks now. Jesus Christ. Yep. Um, Let's see. Other than that, I think that's pretty much my whole week. Like nothing really. Mm, no, oh, no. yeah. Um, I, uh, my wife, Kara and I, y'all have heard me talk about her a bunch. Um, well now she's actually my wife, literally. My wife. Um, yeah. We weren't actually married. Uh, we've been together for the better part of a decade and feels like longer than that, but in a positive way. Um, so, so you, you put her in the ceremonial sack and you dragged her away Yep, and, and I whapped her with a stick and I threw her in the lake and she floated. So she's a witch. So we're down. So. Um, good my congratulations and also my condolences on your future taxes nope those don't get touched because i have children from a previous marriage so we file separately Um, bingo yep um either way yes congratulations to you too because i was i was very much confused when i started seeing pictures on facebook i was like what because i mean i consider like we like okay first of all okay i'm gonna do a, a mini rant the institution of marriage, as we know today, is trash. Um, the The marriage certificate was literally a receipt for something that you bought back in ancient times. 
I gave you my goats. You gave me my daughter. You gave me a receipt. Boom, marriage contract. Um, the actual marriage ceremony was something instituted by the church to make royals have to pay them during the Middle Ages to be able to consider themselves married to make legally binding stuff between countries. So I have never been a huge fan of it as an institution. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe that if someone says, and okay, so I was raised in a Judeo Christian household and the actual requirements in the Bible is strictly, uh, um, you make, uh, uh, um, how you call it? Not an agreement. You make like a, a like a promise between you, God, and your wife that you guys are going to be together. And covenant. that's it. That's all it took. It's yeah, a covenant. covenant. Thank you. That's 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 the fancy damn word. But um, I've been to church. You just, yeah, you just do that, and that's all it really takes to be married. Everything else is just humankind made up nonsense. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could carve so, it on a tree, and that essentially counted. Yep. Most people were surprised. Like, I hit up with most. I thought you guys were already married. I didn't know you weren't married because she's always been. I She's my wife. That's how I introduced her to everybody. Yep. Um, We have a house together. Mm-hmm. You know, she's the bonus mom to my kids. Um, she's been in their lives since my youngest, who's now in double digits, was literally like one and a half years old. So um, it's it's just a thing. But about a month or so ago, I was in the hospital and I was incoherent and unable to talk to the doctor, to describe anything. And she kept trying to tell them what's going on. And they literally told her they would not listen to her because she was not legally my wife. So I said, OK, well, let's go get that taken care of then. So we don't have to worry about that no more in the future. And so we got it done. We went and got married down at the courthouse. My mom came. Her parents came. We took the boys. The boys were part of it. Um, and now we're legal. Legal. So question, though, because is there like no common law in Florida or what? No, they got rid of the common law years ago. Oh, it really? used to be okay. common law in Florida, but they got rid of it years ago. Yeah, so I wanted to ask because I know yeah. to some degree it definitely exists here in Texas. But, you know, for, for me and Ms. Shoki, we're also not technically married. But because well, they my used to have it, yeah. But because my my work had a common law clause in the insurance, mm-hmm. because we've been together long enough, we have bills together, we live together, we're on a lease together, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had like ten times the amount of shit they needed just to be able mm-hmm. to qualify her, you know, for mm-hmm. as my legal spouse in the issues of insurance. So. You know, mm-hmm. even though we don't have the same last name and all this and that and one. Also, if we do get married officially on paper, she's not changing her name because it's a cool name. Right. It's like, it's like, well, I don't, I don't need her to change her name because it's a cool name. <laughs> well, that is one thing like actually Kara just spent today down at the security office. She wanted to change her name like immediately. Yeah. Um, so she went down while I was out working, did that and then tried to go to the DMV and DMV told she had to come back in like two days because it takes that long for it to click in the computer that her name has changed now or some nonsense yeah 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 but the biggest positive to come out of it was actually the our kids reaction to it like her and i talked about it and we're like well when should we tell them and you know we discussed the pros and cons of how they would react to it we didn't know what their their thoughts processes would be on it and stuff um because their biological mom um has been a giant chwat waffle um towards Kara legally for, legally a twat waffle yes um I've, i i copyrighted that term specifically for her 
um <laughs> she she literally like at one of my kids birthday parties like years ago like i think it was like four um somehow his mom's name got brought up and we're in a house full of people you know it's a whole family and friends are all over and he just yelled out to Kara. he's like my mom hates you she says you're a horrible person like and Kara literally left her room crying like and it it's it's just been a struggle dealing with the ex like that and so we talked about it we didn't know what it was going to come of it so we decided you know what we're just going to tell them and just kind of deal with it like if they they take it badly then we'll try to figure out how to make it better and so we brought them out and we told them and my oldest broke into a big grin and my youngest started crying so i was like oh here we go i'm like what's wrong buddy he goes nothing i'm like then why are you crying he's like i'm happy I go, okay well that's awesome we're happy that you guys are happy um but like usually when you cry even when you're happy there's a reasoning behind it and he's like well now if mom says anything bad about miss kara we can tell her to stop because she's now legally our stepmom because that is one thing that my ex has always said she's not related to you you're not related to her she's nothing to you guys yada 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 so both my kids, logical little monsters that they are, yeah. like, well, now we can tell her she's wrong because she's our stepmom. So they're super excited about it. They loved being a part of the ceremony. Um, I made them paper, rock, scissors over who gave up which ring. And <laughs> uh, it was fun. It was it was beautiful. Like, it, it was, uh, you know, I got to be me with Kara and, you know, make her laugh a couple times up there and stuff, you know, like the, you know, during the do you blah, 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 all that stuff. Yeah. And as soon as she said, I do, I just leaned over just a little bit closer. And I was like, sucker. And she just started laughing. She's like, you're not supposed to make me laugh. (laughs) And, uh, it was nice. And then we, we'd already had plans to do something this weekend. This, because we get, we get the kids, uh, during the summertime week to week. And this was our last weekend with them before school starts back. So we wanted to do something big, kind of blow out the summer. Oh, yeah. It's August um, now, isn't it? Yeah. Damn. So we kind of made a whole big thing of it. And we, we went down to Tampa. And we got a really nice suite in the hotel with, like, multiple rooms. And, like, just blew it all out. And we were picking things specific to each person that we thought they would like. Like, my oldest is uh, – both my kids are pretty intelligent. They're both gifted kids. And my oldest is a thinker, like hardcore thinker. So um, we went to an escape room. You know, we decided that'd be something he'd like to do, be something like an escape room. And uh, glad to say we escaped, we survived, and we beat it. Um, it was pretty cool. Um, and for Kara, I <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say this: uh, melting pot. Don't know if y'all have ever heard of it. Oh, I love it's, the melting uh, pot. Okay, well, you and my wife can be best friends then, because I think it's the stupidest fucking thing in the world. For me to give you two hundred dollars for me to cook my own fucking food. Oh, um, that, but it's okay. cheese and meat in a pot of goodness. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. come on. And I can I can do that at home and not pay you two hundred dollars for it. So I mean, like I, I get it. It's, it's all it's, about the experience. Oh my god, shut up! You guys literally just synchronized your periods. Like literally, that's what she's like. It's all about the experience. It's blah, blah, blah. And like it's fucking dark in here, and there's fucking idiots that I don't know around. I mean, don't get me wrong. The food's edible. That's, that's it's, the same it, thing as a podcast, Ricky. Yeah, the the cheese is good, you know, and I like the dessert ones. It's the middle, the the actual main course, the entree. I'm not a fan of because it's you're just boiling everything, and I think that's gross. 
but it, it's so, it is what it is. So, but here, Kara wanted that, so we went to Melting Pot and made a big hullabaloo. The boys had never been. Kara hadn't been in years because we used to have one here in town, but it shut down. And I was like, "Thank so, God when it shut down." So wait, it's not a. Uh... Oh, what's the word? I'm it's a fondue. For? Fondue. It's okay, fondue so it is a fondue place. Okay, it literally is. A I think fondue we had. Restaurant. I think we had one nearby, and uh, I think uh, it closed down because it's Texas and fuck that. Yeah, so fuck that. Yeah. Well, we. Had I don't need that experience. Yeah. We had one here in town. It went away. She Actually, was sad because we used to go there on date nights all the time, and so we made a big thing of it. We went to this one. The boys had never been, so oh, we went one. there. That was her thing, and then. Um, my youngest, I've talked about it before, I think on some of the other episodes, he's big into baseball. Like he was on the travel ball team and got picked for all stars. Like that's his thing. He loves baseball. And so we, on Sunday, we took them to their first major league game. We went and saw the Rays play the, and I refuse to say it. They went and played the Cleveland Indians and they lost to them five to three. Thanks. Um, I have but to believe a- that. No, you don't. Use the naughty because... word on the internet, Ricky. You have to bleep it. No, now. I didn't. Because every Cleveland fan in there was You're not from Cleveland, about... Ricky. You can't use that word. I can do what I want to. <laughs> but it's getting ridiculous. Because even like the Tampa Bay, they, they were the Devil Rays when I grew up down there. And they got rid of that because you can't say Oh, that's devil. right. They were, weren't they? Yeah. Hey, listen, so then man. it just. Kind of it just as, as somebody who lives right outside of DC, the Nationals. Where they just renamed things. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So well, no, they, commanders now. Oh, yeah, that's the right. They're, they're the commanders, commanders now. That's right. So stupid. Yeah. The D, the Washington football team. <laughs> that is that is the <laughs> biggest load of horse shit I've ever heard. <laughs> the Washington football favorite. team. Yeah. So they they so it's Redskins, you piece of shit. Yeah. So I I did not realize this because like, I I haven't been I haven't lived in Tampa in years. But they went from the Devil Rays to just the Rays, but they kept the, the the Ray on the logo, you know. They just dropped the Devil part out. And now it's not even that. They dropped the, the Manta Ray off of the picture. And now it's literally like this gleaming little... It took me a half an hour staring at it, trying to figure it out. If you look at the word Rays, they have this yellow little like star-looking thing on the R. It's supposed to be a fucking ray of sunshine. So now they're not even the fucking devil rays or the manta rays. They're the that fucking sun is rays. Stupid. I mean, it's. I'm looking crazy. at it right now. That is fucking yep. stupid. Yep. So I'm like, whatever. I I kept on the boys. I'm like, they're the rays. They're the they're the devil rays. I don't I don't I don't care. And like, I hit up uh, Jeremy B because he's from Cleveland or in that area, and I told him we were going to the game, and he was telling me he's like nobody up there. Nobody calls them the guardians except for newspaper people and radio people. Not a single Cleveland fan will call them that. And, like, there was one guy, like, a couple rows over from us, young Go Indians or something, and I guess somebody said something to him. I didn't hear that part of it. He's like, he's like, fuck that. They're the Indians. Chief Wahoo for life. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I'm going to get this whole section canceled. <laughs> it's okay, crazy. So, so there's the Devil Rays logo. I'm looking back now. I'm looking at all the changes. Yeah, the old school one with, like, the neon green and yellow. Yep, that's and what I'm looking at. Devil yep. Rays. Yeah. And then it became just the Rays with the with the manta ray devil ray still underneath the word rays yeah or coming off a of rays and now it's the the sunlight thing on the r well it looks like the sunlight thing's been there for a little bit and like they've just been getting rid of everything else yeah slowly fading everything else yeah. out of it so and that's what it is it's a ray of sunshine i'm like shut the fuck up 
But anyways, it was fun. It was a blast. The the boys loved it. I mean, we went full tilt. Like Karen and I talked, and she made up an excuse to go to the bathroom when we were in our seats. But really, she was sneaking off, and she got them like uh, uh, branded uh, major league caps to wear for the game. Got them the foam hands and all that stuff. And uh, we just did it full tilt and let them really just have a blast with it. Of course, we you know we did Cracker Jacks and the Nathan's hot dogs and pretzels and like we just went batshit with it. And like, see, that's the best part because your kids won't remember anything about the game, but they'll remember that you got them some swag. Yeah. Well, the thing is, remember is, the is, experience, but yeah, yeah, my youngest is he's a very emotional person, and like I caught myself. I'm I, I put it on Facebook, so I'll put it on here. I did tear up a little. Um, because my parents divorced Three, when I was nine two, months old. One. Oh, yeah. break out your Aww. tissues. My parents divorced when I was really young and I was raised by a single parent mom. So I didn't have that father son goes to a game type thing. So I got to do that with my kids instead. So it kind of, I was able to check my box and his box at the same time. So it was a really good time. We had a blast. Um, it, it was it's just is overwhelming how much fun we had they were blown away by the whole entire experience of it and then we came home so, last night so if i can ask did uh did mrs ricky did she decide to hyphenate or no nope good full tilt hyphenating right. is full stupid. tilt full so tilt. my wife hyphenated but it was purely because at one point she thought she would be the last in the lineage um mm. and also because um way too often i have a name that is uh while it is puerto rican it is highly impronounceable to many um mm-hmm. and uh quite frankly at one point i offered to take her name because i then would sound like a weather to make things easier <laughs> just to make things easier yeah, more Spanish. Dude, no, nobody can nobody can pronounce my last name most of the time either. So that's why I just is, shortened. Is it. it safe to assume that your wife is a Hispanic heritage? Also, no, surprisingly no. not. And even more surprising, my wife speaks better Spanish than I ever will. I believe it. I that's am not awesome. a Spanish speaking in Puerto Rican. I am a nice. uh, I am a third generation. Um, New Eureka. And yeah, I just don't. Out the door. <laughs> yeah. Just you out do the, the door. My wife speaks it better than I do. Okay. Yeah, I speak that's really awesome. good Spanglish. See, I yeah. actually. See, that's uh, what I thought I mean, you were going with the hyphenated was because she was Hispanic. You know the, the you know the the mother's name and the father's name and all that stuff. That's where I thought you were going with it. Yeah, no, growing up in the mm-hmm. uh, in the rolling hills of uh, Astoria, Queens, I learned more curse words in, <laughs> in Italian than I ever did in Spanish. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we just went through that last week with alan yes because his wife but yeah his wife um Italian. no i figured i'd ask because yeah i figured i'd ask because the wife my the the spouse here she decided to go mm. with hyphen so and i'm i'm totally um, fine with that. i i yeah, stand by well, it being silly but i understand your reasoning my mom did it uh when i was growing up she was hyphenated because she didn't want my last name to be different from her she didn't want me to feel weird about her having the same last name but um so when she got to, because when she was, when they were married, she just had his last name. But then when they got divorced, she went to hyphenated. And then when I became older and was able to understand more, she dropped the last name and just kept her maiden name. Hmm. Uh, awesome. So, you know, what's funny. It's pretty cool, you know, yeah. and the boys are all like, ah, oh, we're the crew now. And not only they're making a big deal about it and make family day out. And like, it was really cool. Like, do, I it was to, do I need to believe that? 
I just doxed myself all over the interwebs. Yep. <laughs> Dumbass. So Ricky has a bad habit of fucking talking. So it's not a bad habit. I literally did it the first time by accident. Every time since then is I do it on purpose because it's fucking well, funny. The other, the, it wasn't even a bad habit though. You told a story that I had to almost completely remove. Oh uh, yeah. Well, because yeah. I'm just in here talking to friends and I forget we're recording it and putting it out for the world. And it was and- perfectly innocent. Yeah, well, some folks don't take it that it's, way, it's and wife I'd rather tales. keep them happy than you happy. So. It's wife tales. Sorry to tell you. Sorry yeah. to tell you. If that story came out, I might have had well, that story she's, from my she's past le- weekend. She's legally yours now. You can do whatever you want with her <laughs> stories. Like, every time she said something <laughs> flippant this last weekend, I'm like, I have paperwork on you. You better fucking be careful. Yep. I got you locked down now, bitch. It's mine. <laughs> All right. So, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much the end of my week. I mean, got home late last night. They went back to the, the bio's house. Um, and then I immediately had to get up for three o'clock this morning for work. So amazing and awesomeness. Excellent. All right. So we're running short on time here. So let's, uh, let's get to rolling on some extra stuff that we haven't been able to talk about because we went a little bit early last week. So SDCC was going on while we were recording last week. So we actually ended up missing a bunch of stuff. So we did talk about the, uh, the Marvel, the new updated Marvel timeline to a, to a degree. So we did see images of that last week. Um, by the way, we're going to be a week behind for everybody who's listening to this. You know, we're stack, we're slow rolling episodes for right now because we are still sans Mike. Um, yeah, cause so, go fuck yourself. Don't worry about why we're doing it. Yep. So either way, we'll talk more about that right at the end. So, uh, SDCC did happen. There was a whole lot of trailers, but prior to that, we did get some sad news in, what was it yesterday morning or is yes. it this morning? Um, unfortunately, uh, one of the living legends of sci-fi passed away. Nichelle Nichols beamed up. She beamed up to join everybody else who's passed on. So, uh, original Lieutenant Uhura, I do have to say that now because we do have, you know, multiple versions of her now. Um, she passed away at the age of 89. Uh, luckily, I guess from, I, I believe in her sleep, if I recall, but from yeah. na- natural the family, causes, the family said natural causes. Yeah. So they said really natural good. causes, but she did have, uh, she was diagnosed about six years, seven years back with, uh, with dementia. Hmm. Um, so she was, but she was treating it and, um, it wasn't as, it wasn't severe enough to the point that it was debilitating her. Yeah. Um, it was severe enough for her to have some, some memory loss at times, supposedly. Yeah. Well, that's, that's where my, my dad up. currently is. I'm throwing a picture and he's 89 too. Show, I'm throwing a picture in the show notes that I saw and it I, it absolutely made me like Oh yeah, I was going to share this, up, like, I forgot to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw it, that it exact was, thing it was too. Beautiful. Yeah. Yep. It's really sad. Um but uh yeah, I was just reading through the the article that we have shared. It will be linked down below. Every everything that we're going to talk about real quick is going to be linked down below, but uh yeah, that was sad just to hear about that like first waking up I was like, "Oh shit." I was like, "She was cool." You know, you know, basically biography is pretty, pretty, pretty amazing. She, um, I mean, she was a singer and a dancer. Mm -hmm. Um, she apparently worked, was found by Duke Ellington. Like it was the, and she, it just kind of her, her career started out that way. She wasn't even in any type of TV or film roles until, um, until she had like a bit part in, in, in a, an older movie and then she had auditioned for Gene Roddenberry and that's when she took off and she just out of all of the actors that had 
taken the role. You know, Nimoy at one point was like, oh, I don't, I, you know, please stop asking me to live long and prosper. You know, she was one of those, she was one of the she few on that, that was, that really embraced it. Like she, 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 every time she was asked, can you do, can you do some sort of voice work, whether it was the animated yeah. show, uh, uh, an appearance on Family Guy, um, an appearance on any type of media where they, they wanted her to be Uhura, she was, she was there. And so she really, she really took that and um, took it to the, took, took that to the, to the next level. So props to her and her career. Yeah, yeah. And like, and unfortunately, I don't know uh, what else she did other than Star Trek. If I'm honest, post she did a lot of voiceover work actually for like NASA for their documentaries. I saw, um, I yeah. saw in there I'm some of the involvement of that. What? Yeah, but it, it, she was a huge proponent of NASA. She was a huge. She had. She was one that had the best relationship with Gene. Um, some some said that it was because they actually had a relationship at one point. Makes sense. Um, yeah, but it was. Um, yeah, that was. Uh, I even out of her like IMDb because uh, I did I did my homework yesterday just looking at it. And mm-hmm. it a lot of her roles in, enveloped that that character yeah yeah she um, had a couple of bit parts here and there on several shows um several yep. other non-science fiction based shows um but overall like yeah that but was her, that was was her bread and butter who she was yeah yeah and I mainly she got the the movie money in there for for a few of the movies um quite a bit actually i guess quite a bit of the original series movies then you know she was involved yep. with until the, i guess the later ones when Sorry, reading Ricky's messages. But yeah, no, you know, look, at least she had a good long life. You know, she 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 made her way even towards uh, actually getting uh, women into space in the first place, and then actually getting black astronauts and whatnot as well. So for a science fiction science fiction actress to be able to play a role in real world space travel and whatnot was pretty meaningful, and I'm sure. And if you go back and look, the one of the big things I think about it is is if you go back and watch the original Star Trek, her parts were were pretty minimalistic. She wasn't mm-hmm. like a, you know, she was a crew member, but she wasn't like a main crew member. If that makes any kind of sense. You well, I mean, I mean, she was the communications officer. Yeah, she carried herself with such dignity, even though. Hey, you, you got a phone call on line one. I mean, technically, she was an outer space secretary, but she treated it like it was the most important thing. And I think that that dignity is something she carried over into the real world. She also had in the show and she was always very like, like Dormammu was saying, very serious about it. She loved the notoriety she got from it. She always tried to use it towards positive stuff. Um, She just seemed like a very great person, just like in general, like somebody you'd want to sit down and have a cup of coffee with and just talk to because she just seemed like an amazing person. Right, and keep in mind, like she, like because of her and Shatner in in that one episode, that was their mm-hmm. the first televised interracial. Yes. No, not, not the first prime time. No, 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 not one the, of the first one of the prime, one of the one first, of the first prime times. Yeah. But yeah, but it was I think because it was so groundbreaking. And I actually went and I I had looked. I remember this from from another documentary a while back that apparently. Um, Desilu Productions actually fought the network to ensure that that would air. 
um, they Makes were sense. adamant about. Makes sense, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, what a, what a wonderful, awkward what a pause. wonderful career and a wonderful awkward pause. Yeah, that guy, I, I thought everything just cut out. I was like, what just No, happened? we all just happened mm-hmm. to stop talking and no one knew what next moment to of, say. Moment of silence. It was a moment of silence. Moment of silence. Accidental yeah, moment of silence. There we go. Um, that's why yep. the show is called what it is. Um, yep. <laughs> it's because beautiful gotta, woman that led a beautiful life and was a great human being. At the end very of the much day. so. Very much so. Great. Um, oh, but it kind of sucks though because Shatner's the only one who's actually been able to go to space. Mm. Mm-mm. Roddenberry went first. Yeah. Did he? Or did he only get a little older? And Scotty. Yeah, they lost yeah, if their you ashes. Count their, if you count their ashes, yes. But oh, the ashes. Oh yeah, <laughs> nothing. Well, have uh, you ever been to space? Then their ashes are cooler than you, motherfucker. Uh, they, they, at least one person got to experience space, not just have their <laughs> mortal remains flung out into the vacuum of nothingness to be fucking rained upon. Ashes by are not mortal remains; they're just ashes. It's got DNA in it. Either way, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Moving on to the actual SDC stuff, um, because that would have been uh, uh, tragic. And apparently, I think the last con she went to was a few years ago in uh, LA Comic Con, not SDCC. So at least she got to spend some time with nerds in her last few years. So and she was always like, from every interview I've ever seen or anybody that's ever interacted with her, she was just like the sweetest, nicest person to talk to. It was not like approaching like Shatner. Where he's like, ah, who the fuck are you? And I'm William fucking Shatner. Like, he, like she was never like that. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, I see. So that. more SDC stuff because yes, we, yes, we, right, we can right, be right sad talking about a good person. So. Yeah. So from uh, Trek to Wars, uh, very recently, actually, this is not SDCC, but I'm counting it. God damn it. Um, the the Andor trailer, teaser trailer, official trailer, whatever you want to call it, just dropped. And it's a prequel, quote unquote, to Rogue One. It's a prequel of a prequel of a prequel. It's it's somewhere in there. Yep. It's very meta. Either way, it looks fantastic. Do you think we'll actually see the Bothan spies die this time? I don't know. I don't know if they'll actually show us what the fuck a Bothan is this time. Um, all I know is that two tubes. Do you even Star Wars, bro? <laughs> Have they ever actually showed us what a Bothan is? They've never shown us, but we know what Bothans look like from the books. Yeah, books don't count. Star Wars. Books don't count anymore. Sure they do. Nope. The books only count when they they show like finally. Wolves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, I think they were just using it as an overall name. Like the group was Bothans. And then they went, oh, that's an actual thing. Fuck. Shouldn't have wrote that down. <laughs> uh, either way, um, this is definitely the most cinematic looking of any Star Wars series that's come so far. Like it just looks Agreed. like it's a movie. It's insane. And we get two yeah. tubes. So Bobby's happy. Well, we get one and a half tubes. No, because each one is called two tubes. <laughs> and we get another Forest Whitaker. Is we... that does that even? Count? Oh God. yes, we Poor get a slight. And somehow, somehow they de-aged his fucking eye, so it's not cockeyed in this one, man. Oh, fucking crazy. So, question, guys, you remember back when the first Rogue One trailer dropped? Do you remember what Saul Guerrero looked like in the original trailer? Mm-hmm. They just what? showed him with like the little mouth with like with the little cover no. thing like you get at the hospital, right? Uh-uh. He had a shaved head. He had a, no beard or he had a very short beard. Like he looked m- ridiculously different in the original trailer for the show. 
So uh, it's funny, like uh, this is an in between between. I guess was it was he in Rebels or Clone Wars or was he in both? Um, Rebels. Well, okay. I think he did do a Clone Wars one too, but yeah, Rebels. He did a Clone Wars one, but I don't know. If, yeah, he's he's. Yeah. I think it was the sister, and he just kind of popped in at one ah, point yeah. time. Yeah. So we get to see a little bit more of that timeline in the beginning of this era. So I mean, I'm down for it. Like to see a little bit more of the underbelly and not to mention the dirtier parts of the rebellion you know people doing stuff that's not the the white ships or the people in the fancy robes talking in secret Dude, in the it back looks room. beautiful oh, now like we get fat imperials exactly the cityscapes look beautiful yes and now we get fat now we get fat imperials yep and yep, did yep. you notice the tie-in to the mandalorian they got that dude from the mandalorian is going to be in this when he was younger mm-hmm. which one? one that he went the one that he went and got the job from to go get oh new. is that who stellan skarsgård is supposed to be playing yeah, he's his. He's that guy when he's younger. Oh, he's the client. Yeah, that's funny. Yep. Instead of de aging the actor, they're just getting someone who kind of looks like him and just using him. No, it's the same guy. No, it's not. Same guy. It's the same guy. It looks yeah. like the same guy. Uh, no, not even close. <laughs> not the same guy. Uh, maybe Stellan Skarsgård. The they're talking about the guy that he was fetching Baby Yoda for. Mm-hmm. The older dude. Yeah, that's not the same guy. It's not even close to the same guy. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I only watched the video like once. Like, yeah, no, it's not the same. Stel- that's not Stellan Skarsgård. I was too busy focus trying to focus with the subtitles on for the bad accents. <laughs> yeah. Order some... to get in past the Imperials. There's some pretty, there's some pretty raunchy them. accents in there. I'll give you credit. You remember when we were all used to complain about how they had British accents? I bet you we wish they had those fucking days back. Now, well, actually, the thing is, we're going to get a lot more people without accents because only the imps have accent, except for the stormtroopers, because you can imagine a stormtrooper with a British accent. That'd be weird. Well, they have they have a New Zealand accent. No, the clone troopers did not stormtroopers. And the first batch of stormtroopers were just. Yeah, no, the storm. Remember, the stormtroopers are just like they're like Austin Harbor guys. Yeah, Yeah. but that's late. But that's later. Well, because they eventually kill all the clones. Well, they die off. And replace them. No, they, they executed a lot of them in the updated canon. They're just like, nope, can't trust them anymore. Fuck this. We are going to go with the way we want. And you're totally right, Shogi, about it being more, way more cinematic. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think my biggest thing isn't, isn't so much the, the look. It's the, the, the illusions that, uh, the, that you get out of the... It's not shot on a what shot they're stage. Yes, well, it is. It, well, it is and it isn't. Please stop getting prequels to prequels. That's why I would love. Well, I like the yes. idea of filling in the gaps, but like start at the beginning of the gap instead of going backwards retroactively through the gap. Yes. Nope. I, okay, That's so the you, have, part. you have. Okay, so you have episode one, and now we have episode the one that comes after eight. So I want something in Star Wait, Wars that happens. They put something after eight? I mean, supposedly. Oh, okay. But. I, I want something it. that comes way after eight or way before one. I don't want anything in between after yeah. this. Get it out your system, I'm, Disney. I'm tired uh, well, of it. I'm you done know, with it. You, you High know, Republic is coming. High Republic's coming. Supposedly. But, so Supposedly. I, I have to break your brain a little bit, though, Ricky. They've already greenlit the second season, and they're planning on three seasons of Andor. So. How? How the Whoa. fuck are they going to have three because seasons? Because they're we building up. It ends. They're, fucking dies in they're the basically fucking building all the way. At the end of fucking... <laughs> Hold on. They're building it up to Rogue One. Oh, uh, here, here's the build up to Rogue One. 
hey, we found the shit. Kill those Bothans. Boom. Rogue One yeah. starts. Okay, but got it. We're, we're going to see a lot more of the guerrilla tactics and a lot of the other stuff behind the scenes oh, of man. the of the I don't need none things. of that shit. I'm well, tired of Mandalorian. I, it's what's going to happen. I'm tired of you know Grogu. I'm tired my of take that from shit. it is, as long as we get a better head sculpt eventually of what the oh, actor Jesus, yeah. that represents Cassian Andor yeah, Diego Luna. Well, I thought we got a better Diego. Diego. The second release got Diego Luna. The second one was better than the first one, but it still looks like soft putty. I guess that's true. (laughs) That's true. Um, Also, since you mentioned it. Dustbin bot. I call him Dustbin Andor. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, (laughs) eventually. Hold on. Hold on. If this show goes long enough, we will see him meeting K2SO, and that's worth it in its own right. They're not going to. They're not going to show that. If it's building all the way up to the beginning of World One, it is. This is Disney. Of course, they're going to fucking. What they're going to do is they're going to do a whole season of somebody building K two S O. So I mean, it's going to be fucking all. Well, he's going to reprogram. He's going to kidnap and reprogram. And the only reason why I'd be okay with it is it's Alan Tudyk, and I will literally watch that man fucking talk about paint drying. I mean, we've seen him pretend to be animals. So I mean, he he does a lot of voiceovers for animals in Pixar movies. Or, yep. Yep. Or at least Disney enough Pixar. But uh, um, I'm good with anything Alan Star- Tudyk. But I'm I'm tired of anything anywhere in between episodes one and eight. And I agree. After I, I agree I'm that they need to get more out of the way. But that's one at least with uh, at least with Mando. Er- it's at least past the at least past fucking Jedi. You know, because we do have, uh, but it's still it's still before eight, so it's still in the same. They still have to try to tie all of it in. They're still gonna try to make everything kind of. Oh look, there's fucking IG eleven. Oh no, we're just gonna call him. You know, he's IG eighty eight, but we're gonna call him eleven. So it's somebody different. Oh, but now we gotta bring Boba Fett in. No, I'm tired of it. I'm I'm done with it. I'm 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 Disney needs to fucking relax some. And I know everybody's all excited about them going. High Republic, but everybody's also still living in the fact that High Republic is strictly considered legends now in Disney, so they can make High Republic happen the year before fucking episode one, and there's nothing we can fucking do about it, because if you think they're not going to tie Yoda back into that fucking shit, so they're still going to put it a lot closer than the High Republic, it should have been. Y'all are full of shit. They're going to find a way to tie whatever the fuck they make into this Star Wars that we know, because they think we can't handle anything outside of it. They'll have Yoda going around as baby Grogu and that motherfucker. I'm telling you now. I'm calling it fucking now because Disney can't help themselves. Oh, we'll get to the Grogu in just a few minutes. We got lots oh, of Grogu. Fuck a Grogu. Well, I was and I kinda... didn't even watch. Okay, and just so you know, I saw you put the actual official trailer in there. I still haven't seen it because I gave up on the armpit cam one. I tried to watch it. No, I, I didn't. Handle it. it was rough. No, I didn't. That's just a leak. Oh, it says leak, official yeah. trailer. No, oh. it's a leak, and it's just as bad of a. Yeah, it's no, it's it's a leak. It's just they edited it to is it, eliminate. Is it the armpit camera one where you can like? It's see not that bad. The other people. Okay, it's not. It's not I that gave one. up on that one and didn't even bother with this. No, one yet, so yeah, I'm the like, fact is, I didn't realize that they put official trailer on the, in the thumbnail because that's mm-hmm. that's edited from the first time probably. But either way, so yeah, the Mandalorian trailer actually virtually everything fucking leaked from uh, from uh, Celebration. It's just funny. Yeah. No, it was from Celebration. It wasn't was yeah, so weeks ago, like over a month yeah. ago. So either way, the Mandalorian season three trailer, I'm interested um, because there's a lot of shit going on there and it's focusing specifically on actual Mandalorians, not both Boba Fettians. So I'm actually yeah, on board. Supposedly be on Mandalore and like yep. they're giving little they tease. They actually they show they show Mandalore 
to a degree, somebody, possibly our Mando, as it is, flying over Mandalore. I think what we're basically going to see is the power struggle between him and Bo-Katan, and then, you know, whatever the fuck the Oh, yeah, because Imperials. he has the Darksaber, and she wants the Darksaber, and, and blah, she's, blah, and blah. She's so too big we're of a pussy to take it. Fucking, we're just rehashing Rebels at this fucking point. I mean, they can't But we're going to get Sabine, finally, probably. No, almost. they're going to they're gonna ruin that shit, too, man. We're gonna see. We're we're gonna end up seeing uh, Kane and Jared. Ezra shows up. We're gonna have Ezra. Well, they're gonna no. Ezra is gonna be in. uh, uh, If they show Ezra live action, I'm out. No, that's the whole point of Ahsoka. Oh fuck! Ahsoka's supposed to be looking for Ezra slash uh, Thrawn. So, and they're gonna ruin Thrawn too. That's a bad motherfucker in the books and a bad motherfucker Where was in the that? comics and I gotta... he was pretty legit in the fucking cartoon series too and he's and coming to live action him. motherfucker he's fuck coming him up like they did with the inquisitors because the inquisitors might have been dumb with the helicopter blades and all that shit but they at least look kind of cool and you thought they were kind of creepy now and then they made him a fucking egghead in the fucking bullshit ass fucking bullshit i'm just ugh, give me goddamn Tourette's. fuck you disney Mm. I just have to laugh at him. Um, either way, speaking of Disney, it makes me so mad. They're just shitting on. Stop it, Disney. Yeah. So either way, Disney also dropped some more trailers for upcoming Marvel properties, including the full-on uh, official trailer for She-Hulk, Attorney of Law. Um, Look shit. No, I'm on board. Nope, I'm not. You know why? Because they're making Hulk into Thor. I don't need more wubba dub dub bullshit with my fucking Avengers, man. They need to fucking relax. Well, I'm still going to watch it. She-Hulk, it. She-Hulk is a serious comic. It was a serious comic to read. She was not funny. Ha ha. Snarky. She she was like snarky side of the mouth shit talker. Yeah. Not. I'm, I'm pretty sure she's going to be that. Yeah. And then this one, she wants to like pick up dudes and bang them against the wall. Get the fuck out of here, man. Oh, God. I feel like that's going to be Ugh. one one episode. But the whole point is it's going to be a, a, a law drama comedy to a degree, but I'm feeling like at least from this trailer, I'm not seeing as much comedy as they were leaning in with the teasers. See now, if it was law and order, she Hulk, I'd be awesome, but they went Ally McBeal, she Hulk and I'm out. Yeah. I'm watch it just cause it's there, but I'm a dude just like Ms. Marvel. I'll wait till I the last. I don't know if I see, walk. I don't know if I particularly see Ally McBeal. I think part Boston of it, I think legal. Like, I see Boston, Boston. Yeah. A little bit of Boston legal, yeah. but I think maybe part that, of it maybe is, that. um, the, you know, the, the, the note that I wrote down for this is literally two words, pedestal mm-hmm. expectations. Yes. Um, because I think it, here's the thing we're paying for a subscription for Disney Plus, which means mm-hmm. we're basically paying to have something made. It's a mm-hmm. content, it's a digital content, it's a, it's a TV show. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, granted, we're not paying for, you know, Full House. We're not paying for, you know, TGI we were. Friday here. We were. But it does feel a little bit like that with this. Um, so mm-hmm. I think that part of it is a little bit of expectations on the parts of, the fans, um, because there's right. a fantasy versus the reality of what you actually get. Like, you know, we, we go through this every time my with my fiction of She Hulk doesn't really match mm. what I'm seeing. It, it doesn't, so yeah. CGI well, we kind of talk about that. Like, yeah, you, yeah. You know, we, we, we talk uh, about that with expectations versus reality, right? Yeah. Exactly. And I, get about, I don't want straight now. Mike wants straight out of the comics, he wants page one to be the first minute of it. Page two to be the second minute of it. Yeah. He wants it to be just like that. I don't want that. I want right. the spirit to stay the same, and then you can do whatever the fuck you want to with the character. But this, and I not. agree. They've that. changed that. She's not She-Hulk from the comics at all. 
That's I do shield. agree with that. I do agree with that. I, I'm I'm just, going to wait and see though because I want to see where they're yeah. going to try to go with this. If they're going to be like, ha ha, this is you know this is your here's your here's your fourth wall break of you know of a character. They've or already done it in the commercials. Gonna, I mean, She's they did it in the fourth wall break. Yeah. Hulk is a comedy guy doing fucking downward facing dog and joking around and bullshitting and stuff. I mean, come on, man. They they are just oh no. Well, oh, people it, laughed at Thor, so now we got to do it with fucking all of them. Well, the thing is, at least with with Hulk or or Banner, however you want to call it here, Smart Hulk, um, he's hanging out with his cousin. He's not doing Avenger shit. He's helping well, somebody all, else. Hulk, what, like the the Science Hulk was not with She Hulk. It doesn't matter. Science, science Hulk was pre She Hulk. It doesn't matter. This is what we're doing now. We're here, we're I now, know. we're in the MCU, so we can't... Here's the idea. We're never going to talk about the comics ever again when we're talking about the MCU shit. Because all oh, we have I to am, go from like, is the changed. MCU. Yeah, they didn't change yeah. anything. They started from where they're at now, and they're creating they did, new they shit. They changed her character. No, She's not a funny character in the no, comics. No, they didn't. And this, ca- this, this version right here of this character has never existed. You can take your multiverse of madness and shove it right up your fucking pooper shoki to get the fucking spirit the same. But the whole point is they don't have to have anything the same ever again and everyone has to drop it because it's stupid. Yeah, we don't have to drop it. We can still bitch about it. You can hey, bitch hey, about it, but it's it, so dumb. And this is what we always talk about. Fan expectations are ruining shows because you will never be happy because it's never going to be the exact thing we just talked about a second ago. That's, and guess that's what? Not true. So she's going so she's going to be funny or it's going to be a comedy or it's going to be a thing where she is thrown into a crazy situation because now she has to represent supervillains or prosecute them, whichever way it's supposed to be. I don't think she's supposed to be defense, but like we're the whole point of this is to set up the Thunderbolts mm-hmm. because that's why we're hey, getting well, let's the wait cube. Till they ruin that shit. So we're getting abomination back for the first time since his only other and appearance. Actually bringing back what's his face for it too. No, yeah. he's been in two movies. Well, technically, you have he was sort of in Shang Chi, but also Ooh, that's, that's where we get Wong. So, but we also don't know where this is going to fit in in a timeline, whether it's prior to Shang Chi or not. We'll see. We won't know until it happens. But I think everybody is losing the fact that we get another important lawyer in this show. Uh, Matt Murdock. Yep. Yeah, we get Matt Murdock in, but he's uh, getting his own show too. Yeah, so. down the line. I'm, interested, but, I'm more interested to see what Disney does with that. Yeah, because so there, we'll see there what happens. There is an absolute. There is no preconceived notion from the comics. There's a preconceived notion from that character in universe in a show that already exists that I can go watch right fucking now, and I want to see what they do with it. It made everybody happy because yeah. I was happy yep. watching it, and it's because you know why they reading. kept the spirit the same it was not verbatim page for page from the comics but they kept the fucking spirit the same but if i can be honest for a moment mark (laughs) ruffalo he does have a need to be funny because i i'm sorry mark if if you ever get to listen to this podcast if you've ever watched a mark ruffalo movie where he's not being an mcu character he really needs to be funny because every other movie is like a source of nyquil <sighs> he is so not give him, give him the chance to be actor. but the funny thing is i can also see given everything that has happened in the mcu up to this point tragedy after tragedy after loss after fucking everything's gone if Hulk wants to fuck off to an island on his own and then help train his cousin to be a Hulk as well, and he wants I'm... to be lighthearted rather than being nope. down in the dumps about everything he's fucking lost, 
I'm okay with that. But that's Hulk. But that's Hulk's. But that's literally the essence of Hulk. He is downhearted. He is constantly because he's constantly battling himself, let alone everything that's happening around but outside of he's him. He's not now. He is never happy. He's not excited. He's not funny. He doesn't tell fucking jokes because internally he is constantly struggling to keep the monster away. Except that's not what he is now. He's smart right. Hulk where he has so the balance they between ruin the two. the spirit of the Hulk. That's what I'm trying to fucking say. I don't care about the fact that that's not exactly out of a comic. I don't care about the fact that they changed Hulk. Period. Okay. His inner turmoil, his fight against his internal demon was literally us struggling against our internal demons on page. It was a, a visual medium for us to be able to express what we feel inside. And they got rid of that shit. They just totally tossed it out the fucking window. Hulk is a very deep, psychologically deep character. And they fucking tossed it out the window for a couple of yucks. Nope. Bill I'm Bixby okay would that. agree with you for sure. Yep. 1000%. Well, I'm going to wait to actually see what they do with the character instead of making an assumptions based on the trailer. I'm not making an assumption. I watched a fucking video. I saw him doing fucking handstands and going wobba dubba dub dub across the fucking screen. I'm not making this shit up. I've seen it with my eyes. Yeah, you saw six seconds out of a whole TV show. And that's all it fucking takes, man. If you. Okay. Fans, so you ready expectations, to, you ready to edit again? ruining. You ready, shows. you ready to edit again? No. You ready to edit again? Nope. You ready to edit again? Nope. Okay. I'm just let not me, listening let anymore. PG it, let me PG it down some. If you placed a male phallic shaped object in your mouth for six seconds for the rest of your life, have you ever had a male phallic shaped object in your mouth? Nope. Then I don't care if it was only six seconds. They made them wubba dub dub funny, and that's not Hulk. And I'm telling you that this isn't a Hulk in the first place. That's what I'm. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna choke you to death. You don't have to, because I already, I already like made my <laughs> point. You got to get over what was I'm and only take, acknowledge I'm what is. Get a fucking print of this fucking show on film. Fly all the way to fucking Texas and jam it down your throat till you fucking choke on it, man. Why? I get what he, I get what you're saying, Ricky, but I also get what Shoki's saying. You yeah. both are. You, it, it's. You, there's a difference. Shoki's given up and decided to just to fucking take whatever they ram up him. I'm still there, fighting see, back. There, saying, this no, is, you don't have this my is the whole. This is the whole point of this of this multiverse bit that they've been working on us for this whole phase. It doesn't have to be specifically this way all the time. Yeah. These are versions of things that we're seeing that we're being provided. There's but that's not how the multiverse works, though. Even in comics, that's not how the multiverse works. Even I get where you're coming see, from. Yeah, but it's MCU. If, if, it's but MCU their spirit stays the same this. even across them, though, dude. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. Even, like, no. even in the multiverse where I, Bruce I, Banner I didn't become Hulk, he was still maudlin and internal and thinking dark right. thoughts. He was still that person. That's the spirit of that character. Did not no. change no matter which multiverse you found there, them. But think about it this way. There's a reason why the Angley version did not translate into the MCU. Because it was that? fucking stupid. <laughs> Are you too, sure? Because yeah. that's the version that you're talking about. Negative that's the version Kilo. that gave. That's the version. No, no. The movie that. was stupid. Not Hulk was stupid. The movie no. was stupid. The movie was stupid. Yes. Yes. But the, <laughs> the version, the stupid. actual impetus behind that character. That's I'm going to tell you the talking about the. The, that was close to the comics, but closest to the comics was Ed Norton. It's true. Which is this? He's, he's right. Still the same one, point. though. It's still the same character, technically. No, it's not. It's not. What? 
It's not realistically. It's not because Ed Norton did not want to continue on with him with. Mar- but with, that version is Marvel. this. Correct. Well, Marvel Marvel didn't want to continue on with him because Ed Norton likes yeah. to run shit when he's yeah. in the movie. So he doesn't get that when you're an actor, you're not the director. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing, so, at least, and while they haven't bothered to outside of explain it the away, Avengers, technically it is the same. It's the it same the Hulk, same but it's not the same actor we know. But you know, we've we've had to play that game before. We've got two different roadies for the same reason almost. And it feels like we're playing that game now with 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 what we're being given. So you're right. I this is why I will give you both points on what you're saying. Because it is right. You are correct. Is a comic version what we want? Probably not. Is it what we're gonna get for this series? Yes. Do we wait and see where this all falls in line? Yes. And the only reason I will give for this is West Coast Avengers. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. here. Yep. They have to build up something new and they're going to do, they're working on Young Avengers, which I think is just going to flop. But West Coast Avengers can totally happen. And we know we have two new actual proper Avengers Heart? movies coming. Isn't Ironheart part of the West Coast Avengers now? Ironheart uh, would be was part. I believe they're going to try to, but it might be Young Avengers that she falls into. Yeah, she's going to shoot into gotcha. Young probably. Um, just depends because you know we're getting uh, Cassie Lang in the next Ant Man movie, so that's there. We got Kate Bishop already. We're gonna have Ironheart. Uh, who am I missing? Uh, that we already have. Uh, I don't know. Spider Man feels like he should fit in there now at this Go point. Get, Tony Tony Stark Tony Stark's daughter Morgan. Oh Morgan, the, eventually maybe she's. What do they young. call him? Not the Incredible Hulk, but the whatever one where it's the Chinese kid that turns into him. Chow Cho. Oh, um, from Agents of Smash. I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, uh, um, he's in the comics but, too. He's, he's like shit. Everybody's Hulk the at the moment. Avengers. Everybody's hulking at the moment. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, you're right though. That guy, because uh, his character has been teased because the chick who invented the thing that made Ultron it was his mom. So in mm-hmm. theory, his it's a. Uh, Amadeus Cho, I believe what his name is. Yeah, Amadeus Cho. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it. in theory, he so could come it. in later as a future more serious Hulk. Um, they might introduce him in this one and have him be part of the Young Avengers like you're talking about. They could do a lot of things, but I'm not going to get mad at it until they do anything. Nothing has happened. Thing. I'm going to watch the show. See, that's, that's the yeah. thing is they're still making shit about shit that I like. Yeah. So I'm going to watch it, but there are differing levels of how I handle it. Like yeah. Miss Marvel. I watched the first episode. I was like, nope, this is not for me. So I waited until all of them were out, and then I binge-watched all of them. And I appreciated it as a whole, but I do, I just do not care about the character. Yeah. So I think Most I'm going to do the don't. same thing with She-Hulk. I'm going I'm to watch the first one, get a vibe off of it. If it has a doofy vibe, nope, I'll be out till the last episode comes out, and then I'll binge-watch them all, and hopefully I'll appreciate it as a whole and just not care about the character afterwards. <sighs> eh, I'm going to watch it week to week just because it gives me something to do. If I um, do that, I only do that with my kids. Like if it's like dinner time show, like if we're gonna watch a show while we eat dinner or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes I'll pick these. Like we did that with Mandalorian and Boba Fett and all that shit. So we might end up doing that depending on when it comes See, out. The the main reason I'm fine with a lot of these things is because I'm not super deep into the comics. I have references mm-hmm. for these characters. Most of the time it's animated. So I don't care about what happened in issue one sixty three from nineteen forty two, you know. I only give a a shit thing, but no, I know. But I'm saying like, for me, like you're going to get mad because she's not the way she was from the comics. Okay, cool. That's your reference. 
I don't have to have a reference for any of these things and be like, oh, they changed this too much from this. Now, the only time that I'm going to hold anything accountable to that was what they did with Thor. And that's mostly because they took what could have been a good movie, made it a shit movie because they didn't give it enough to do. They crammed a lot of shit in that movie, but didn't make it good. The fact that they deviated from the comics where they had to because of stupid Sony nonsense. Um, you're still, I think you're still missing the point because you think I care that she's not wearing the same outfit she was wearing. In, no, no, no. In, you care about the fundamental She-Hulk changes to the character. No, no, no. Yes. I'm saying I don't, I'm not going to, I'll put it this way. I'm done holding comic book movies to any form of canon other than themselves. Mm-hmm. Because no. there's no point. For something. No, they don't. That this it's been twenty fucking years. The only then you, thing that then you like episode nine. No, I don't. Because yes, I hold do. no, I hold episode nine accountable to episode eight, not episode four. But it's all still part of the same canon. You got to just take it. I'm not throwing can. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying I'm throwing it out of canon because because it goes against whatever. I hate it as a movie. Episode nine is a terrible fucking movie. I don't care that they changed blah 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 blah. I gave a shit that they made they took something great with episode eight and then fucking threw it out the window because of Twitter and made a terrible fucking movie in response. When it comes to Marvel, I don't give a fuck what comic book said what about whose powers about what thing if they were gay, bisexual, or black. All I care about is that they have internal consistency with what they've already done and that they make a good series with what they have. But I don't care where it came from because where it came from is not what I'm given. No matter what they hand me, it's not going to be that. It's going to be what it is. So if I hold it to an an impossible standard from something that it isn't, then it's never going to be good enough. Ever. So so you think it's impossible for them to have made a She-Hulk show without it being a comedy show? No, I'm saying that I'm not going to judge it for what it isn't. I'm going to judge it for what it is. You're oh, holding. You're too, no, no, no. But it's, no but you're it's holding it back you, further. No, but that's the point. You know what I'm saying? You're like, starting like, from a like, negative, though. What's the What's the shit that they do with the NASCAR? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're really good, you're way in the front of the pack at the yeah, start. Yeah, any racing, you get you earn your back, pole position. You're yeah. still in the same fucking race, and you could still do better by the end of the fucking race. But her pole position's back. Is oh. back just strictly because they've changed what she is. But see, that's why I can't do that. See, anymore. Mike's like Mike. Mike is like, oh, I'm just not even going to fucking go to the races. Like, I'm not <laughs> even, I don't even care who's in no. The races. Mike's like, no. What Mike does, is he sits in the high the high seats, the nosebleeds, and then bitches about the race the whole time. <laughs> but the thing <laughs> is, but pissed. no. Here's the thing. Why should I hold this show? Why should I hold anything against a show that hasn't even aired? from something that has nothing to do with the show other than the name. But all of it has to do with that. See, that's the thing is, but see, that's why that's your mentality. You're just saying it fits. It fits with what they're doing. If we had all made a line in the sand at the beginning of the MCU, Uh we wouldn't be where we are now. And so everybody's like, Oh, well it's something. So we'll go watch it. And it's good. And it's yay. And blah, blah, blah. And now here we are. This is the fruit of that labor. Not sending them going, Whoa, after, after Thor went goofy, everybody's like, uh, it was okay. It was still funny. It was Thor. Yay. Yeah. And except then the second one they're facing out, that backlash now. This, now. But they know yeah, it. Yeah. But they're still going to push it out. This uh, is, She-Hulk let, let, is a direct response to everybody making billion dollars on Thor. 
Let Rob Let's talk. be honest. There was a guideline, and there was a there was a there was a vision for phases one through three. That's yeah. The, yep. That's how we got the Infinity we, Saga we as it was. Yeah. There was the an Russo ending brothers. to that. It's kind of like kind of like you know the ending to the to the first three Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know that that was your ending. The, now we're looking at where do where now they looked at where do we go from here? But we also have had a lot going on in the in the world in our real world lives yes mm-hmm. and i think that marvel's this is we should give them something why... to laugh at because the world is shit right now no i don't think it's that i think it's more along the lines of hey our timeless table is really screwed up now and now yeah. we have to punt yeah that because is the biggest that is the biggest we problem last year with what marvel had released for their initial timeline whether or not that was including shows like armor wars whether or not that was including shows that are no longer on that slate yeah it's like five things what that they are showed just gone. this in in the from last weekend there is a dr- drastic change and a lot of that has to do with well humanity and where we stand with things and unfortunately as a publishing company, you know, Disney, Marvel, they have to punt on these things. That's why No Way Home and, and Multiverse of Madness got so skewed for where they got released out at. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, one one house was ready. The other house was not ready. Yeah. There's, there, there's, because of that, they're having to punt. And I feel like, yes, do we want the goofiness? No, we don't want the goofiness. I would wholeheartedly agree other- with Ricky that that's not... It's, it, it's it's not the vision that we have in store, but I think that they're having to punt a little bit. They're having to work with what they have, and they're trying to make these these the its amount of content too. There's a lot of content being 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 shoved our way. Yeah, it's not so much that they want to make money off of it. It's because they want to keep the spirit of it and the excitement for it going. And if you're a marketer, if you're somebody that's trying to sell a thing. You have to keep that thing going. You have to keep the excitement going, or else people are just going to lose it. Like it's, oh, it's hey, like YouTube. Oh, hey, I'll go watch DC. It's like YouTube and the algorithm. You it's like to, YouTube and the algorithm. You got to yes, feed that algorithm, so. or very you die. So. so they have to feed that. Is it what you particularly enjoy? No. Is it for everybody? No. Is it for some people? Potentially. Is it for hopefully I mean, the I'll largest the group possible? I watched Guardians of the Galaxy six times because I absolutely loved it, humor and all. Do I want the Guardians of the Galaxy every month? No. Nope. But in the same respect, is is there the content that's being provided is all is very constant and it's very it's almost to the point of being jarring. There is some I good stuff. Agree and there is a some thousand not percent because I've said that they don't take a breath. Like they're not letting us breathe and enjoy. But it's the same with Star. It's the same with Star Wars. It's it's worse. It's worse. We're we're gonna move along to like you know talking about the other the other stuff because I know Shoki wants to. Well, no, I was in a hurry because I thought you were in a hurry. So yeah, got time to breathe. But I'll I'll go on until. But but realistically, when we're talking about what again, it's the pedestal expectations of what we expect to get versus what we're actually being given to Mm -hmm. in terms of how much content and what that content is. Yeah, it may not be for everybody, but there is, and there is, there is that demographic that's going to watch that, and they'll be fine with it. Yes, or they'll hate it because the right. point, the point is, they're there's not, so much of it. There's so much. Even if you missed it, you're not going to miss it. Yeah, but also, like you were talking about, with the whole timeline getting screwed up due to COVID, due to people dying, for instance, due to people being fired, and you know, I brought this up on the zoom chat and then uh, Bobby brought it up and uh, nerd rage 
the whole reason I think that the War of Four got screwed up so bad is it was supposed to uh, follow Guardians Three, and then Guardians Titty with Titty got messed up. That's yeah. why it's in there. Not even that, but it the fact that James Gunn was fired put Guardians Three com- beyond the back burner. Like, well, fuck, what mm-hmm. do we do now? And so that was supposed to be the movie they set up to have Thor out there doing shit in the galaxy again. And then they said, okay, like you specifically put it, punted. Thor four was a fucking punt. It was, yeah. and it was a bad fucking punt. They, yeah, it's like it, it probably ended up with a touchback if nothing else. But like, assuming sports references work out that way. Either way, um, not how that works. But either way, other other <laughs> other nonsense going on with it. Like you mentioned, the timeline has drastically changed, both either because projects were dropped or the Fox merger, which changed a lot of their plans. Like they couldn't plan for X-Men. They couldn't plan for anything remotely from that side of the Marvel verse. And now they can. They didn't have the multiverse necessarily in mind, even when they did Doctor Strange the first time. They're like, ooh, the multiverse is a thing. Is it though? And then now... And, and you even mentioned the uh, Multiverse of Madness versus uh, No Way Home. The studios weren't talking to each other, and they were keeping Spider-Man stuff so close to the chest, they didn't tell the people on Multiverse of Madness what was up. So, like, there's a lot of missing references there. They only slip in the one Spider-Man line just to sort of tie the movies together, because Multiverse of Madness was supposed to be first, not Spider-Man. And things got jacked up. So... Some things have been in the works and have been functioning properly and or making tiny changes. Other things have been catastrophically altered, like Black Panther 2. That's a segue, y'all. Uh, I, I honestly think, like, yeah, and, and when we talk about it, so, yes, they, we are going to get, they are going to get back on track. I think that's what SDC sdcc showed and wakanda forever if there is an example of the quality that marvel should strive for even if it means not having content in our face like every waking second mm-hmm. it's that as the example um the wakanda forever trailer was just beautiful and it was beautifully done for a what five minute trailer if that if that and it is i mean it honestly if it uh, whoever put it together they if they don't win some sort of award out of it, they should <laughs> do, do trailer because makers get awards. Jump. People cried. Jump out of their seats. I cried. And yeah, people cry. Yeah. I cried at that trailer. It's like, yeah, it's, it is. It is powerful. It's, it's dynamic. And then even without references, you can, you see, you know, there's obviously there's, you know, heavy spoilers and all these other, you know, groups that yeah. produce their content and they talk about, you know, what this all means and what are these secret references, you know, the dynamic of the two kingdoms and the, and Wakanda in particular, I think Wakanda is going to be that tie in to a lot of this whole universe <clears> that they're not this pedestal of secrecy anymore. Yeah. This, 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 the start of black, the, the end of black Panther and what, what, what T'Challa did was he created a ripple and it wasn't just about the vibranium. It was that this power, like they this stood back like the Eternals and just watched yeah. there the whole time while everything happened and chose not to interfere. Whether or not this leads to their isolationism, whether or not it leads to, you know, something happening more in the entire universe of that realm, that's what we're going to see. And uh, I think like it's going to be one of those things where you're going to get the serious movie you wanted Ricky out of this because they understand it, it, it. doesn't have there's a choice be that there 
there's it it's 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 legacy and it's respect. Yeah. For the material. See, I have to say, like, I think I said this either last week or something when we were talking about it in in passing, or I might have said it on uh, the Rome Hatton project, but the Wakanda forever has had me scared since the passing of of Bozeman. Chadwick, yeah, um, because they there's a proper way to handle it, there's the quick and easy way to handle it, and then there's the usual movie way of handling it. And I think they have struck a balance between all three. Like, just from what we've seen, again, we're talking about a trailer, so it could be cut the hell and back to make it look that way. And then we go watch the movie, it could be something totally different and stupid. But so far, it really looks, like you said, it hit me in the feels, it made me miss him, but it made me see the honor and respect they were showing what happened. The actors are very serious about it. They're not making it a funny fucking movie, which if they ever make a funny Black Panther, Shoki, you can suck well, my taint. That I'll be done well, with Well, they had humor they had plenty of humor in the first one. Humor is one thing. We're human beings and they're supposed to represent a level uh, uh, us at a higher level. So having humor is not the issue. I said make a funny Black Panther. Yeah, no, that's not like, gonna happen. Like a slapstick Black Panther. It's yeah. not gonna happen. No. Look look at Thor and tell me that again. Yeah. Go watch Thor Dark World and then watch Ragnarok and tell me watch Thor Dark World and then tell yourself that they're gonna make Ragnarok and see if you fucking believe that would happen. Well, I can believe it happens if you Wait, not only did they directors. do that, then they made another fucking one like that. Even worse than that one. Okay, so well we're talking Black Panther, have, not Thor. Yeah, they do Thor started out a very serious movie. Mm-hmm. One and two are both very serious fucking movies. Okay, and then there have been four and of took those. a hard left. Took and, a hard left, and they gave it to different crap. people. This is still Ryan Coogler. This is still Ryan Coogler. Same guy, still writing I the same character. Believe this is you're you're missing what I'm saying. I believe this is in line with the first Black Panther. Yeah, my what point I'm was changing the I'm people just, in charge. Get you my this kind is, of shit. I'm just negating you saying that they couldn't do that to a Black Panther. They absolutely fucking could. And I wouldn't put it. No, I said they won't. I didn't say they couldn't. I think they wouldn't this first one because of Bozeman. I don't think they ever will. Past this one, I, I think I think Disney nothing past them. I think Disney slash Marvel is hopefully learning a lesson from the fans. Stop taking the movies away from good directors and writers and giving it to somebody who has no clue what the fuck they're doing. Quit switching it around so much And, and. and, and and I kind of said in the background, I don't know if y'all heard me earlier, but uh, when Dormammu was touching on, the and you and I had talked about this before, the Infinity Saga. Mm-hmm. That was Faiji keeping an overall hand in all the pies. Yep. And it was the Russo brothers. Everything trickled Not up to the Not the whole Russo time, brothers. but the, the, the back mom, half. The back half was the Russo's. 90% of it. No, because they were still talking to people in the forefront because they knew where they were going because Feige knew up front they were heading that direction. So it was always trickled up. And but the Russos didn't come in. And the Russos didn't come into being in charge of anything until Winter Soldier. Till towards the end. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like so. But no, you're right about Feige, and that's and, and uh, I forget if I talked to Bobby about this or if it was on Nerd Rage, but like the whole idea that uh, Marvel let off uh, the creative control a bit and started letting individuals have have their way. That's when we saw things like Ragnarok. That's when we saw things like some of those other movies. 
So if if they buckle down in phase, uh, obviously phase four is essentially over, but if phase five and phase six, they buckle down, they retain that control because sometimes you got to micromanage or else you start getting continuity nonsense. You start getting shit ass movies over here and then ridiculously good movies over here. It's like, sometimes you need, you got to strike that balance and you can't have, like you said, really poor characterization over here. And then next time we see that character, they're completely different in what's supposed to be a tied together universe. So the, but when you don't, and yes, mind you, COVID fucked up a lot, especially I'm not gonna wise. keep blaming. I'm not gonna blame COVID for that shit. That was a choice no, made. No, no, no. I'm blaming. Because... I'm blaming COVID because now we're seeing we we have the problem of seeing characters out of sync with the universe, like things happening in different times. So we're like, wait, why is this person like this? But a minute ago they were like this, you know, because now these movies are being made out of order and they're not supposed to be, they're supposed to be made in the order in which they're going to be released. So a lot of things are getting, were fucked up now that life is getting back on track. They need to, for lack of a better term, crack the whip, pull the timeline back to fucking gather and start mm-hmm. getting these characters and directors in line with the overall vision. You and this. Okay. So the exact problem where we've talked about a million times, the fucking sequel trilogy was exactly this problem they didn't have a single creative director and then they, you know, to keep the vision from seven to nine in one way, they had no story from seven to nine and they wrote seven and then they wrote eight and then they wrote nine and they sort of said we, we, the same people were together in here somehow. Well, we had that conversation before because technically only episodes one through three had the same director through all of them. Yeah, but the point, but it's even the idea that there was no creative directors. There wasn't creative direction and there wasn't somebody at the top above the director of the movie saying, hold on, you can't do that because then it's going to fuck this up. There was nobody who did that for these movies and there's nobody who was doing that for phase four so far. Well, pull back to the 10,000 mile lens looking at it. Phase one through three was a very serious timeline very serious stories very serious movies there were times that they broke it up with like the guardians because all serious all the time will make you stick your head underwater until the bubbles stop Mm -hmm. somehow in phase four it got inverted it's now this slapsticky goofy fucking timeline with some serious sprinkled in it i'm hoping that wakanda forever is going to be the pickup where they go back to serious again for five and six and let the guardians be the funny times when we need a breather from that serious stuff. Let the Disney plus shows be the times when we need breathers from that heavy, really dark people are dropping dead left and right stories. We need that humor every once in a while, but somehow this, I can, I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. After six, I'm hoping to look back at four and go, yeah, that's that. It was a, it was a family get together. And that was the one weird cousin that showed up. Cause you kind of have to invite them because you're related, I, but you kind of steer clear of them. That's how I'm hoping to be able to think of phase four, 10 years from now is it's there. And it is part of the same thing, but it's kind of that thing. You just kind of push off to the side. I'm going to go one through three so and then skip right into five and six. There was, I can't remember where I saw this because I watched so much of this stuff, especially like heavy spoilers, screen crush, things like that. There was something I saw where I said, basically, phase four has become the 
the in-between the two major sagas that we've got so far. So Infinity Saga, like you said, everything you know hefty happened up until then, and then where the fuck do you go after that? So now we've done with Thanos, we've done with almost all the big bads, and the world is now doesn't know what the fuck to do with itself. You know, everything has been reset. The world's in shambles from one way or the other. We've lost certain heroes. We've gained other ones. The war, everything is broken. This is our the broken period of phase four. And so that's basically what they said. It's like whether it was planned or incidental because COVID broke everything in the first place. Now phase four has become the broken gap. And then phase five, phase six are going to be focused on the uh, Kang era, basically the multiverse saga, the Kang, the Kang saga, that kind of stuff. Like timelines. Yeah. Yeah, So, and they can finally go like, okay, so we had this mishmash and also not to mention the Fox merger changed a lot of their plans. Like I said earlier. So now they can go, okay, so this is the area where everything is just jumbled because we don't know what to do yet. Now that we have this, we can make all these plans in the future. We can take what we already had, adjust to what we have now, and now we can make plans going forward. And now hopefully it will be somebody going, okay, nope, this, nope, they're going to keep it here. Stop, no, you don't do that. And then start smacking the hands of certain people so they will keep characters in in a different direction. Now, I'm going to tell you what what I think five and six will work is if, and it's going to sound weird, but I'll try to explain it is if they allow nerds to do it. Now, let me explain. Think about nerd now is a pop culture thing where everybody does it. But just think back to when we were younger. You were a comic book reader. You were made fun of. The normies thought you were weird because you read comics. Okay? My wife still makes so fun of me. All of, all of a sudden, comics become this normalized, popularized thing. So you got one through three. That is the comics we read. We, I mean, not the actual stories. Don't be pedantic. I'm saying we took them serious as nerds. Like, we took our comics serious. Sorry, I just got All hit by a, a sudden, giant iron. Because uh, it's very ironic what you just said. All the normies were like, holy fuck, this is, this is what comics were? We thought comics were goofy, stupid shit. And now that's what phase four is. All of a sudden, the normies are now in charge running this stuff. The The non-nerds are making these movies. The non-nerds are making these shows. The people who didn't have love for comics. Uh, Titty with Twisty didn't even fucking know that she was in a fucking Star Wars movie. I mean, get the fuck out of here. How do you not know that Natalie Portman was in fucking Star Wars? He can try to backtrack and say he was joking all the fuck he wants to. That dude did not realize she was in Star Wars, which 1,000% tells you that he is not a fucking nerd. And I don't, he know why. Made I don't even know why they would give him a Star Wars movie. And they, get, they He made both Thor movies that are universally panned because it is way... And I'm not even a Thor fan. So I enjoy the goofy Thor a little bit. Like, I enjoy Ragnarok more than most hardcore comic people because of what we talked about earlier about not having baggage because I was never a Thor guy. But even to me, even the non-Thor guy, this Love and Thunder was too much. It was way, way too much. So I'm hoping that 5 and 6 gets back to the nerds running it. We need the inmates running the asylum, not the other way around. Because we understand the comics. When you let a nerd do it, that's how you keep the spirit of that character in a story. Because a nerd understands that that's how that character is. 
a nerd would not make a comedy out of She-Hulk. Sorry to tell you. That is not a nerd making that show. But it is a normie who thinks that fucking comic stuff is cool and now wants to make something that everybody else is making. Favreau, huge nerd, self-proclaimed, has shown comic collections, shown pictures of him as a kid reading comics, and look what he did with Iron Man. He took a nobody fucking character, he kept the spirit the fucking same, and he made a great series of movies that branched into this huge fucking universe. Because he was a nerd. If they put it back into the hands of the nerds and let them run five and six, we'll be back on track. If they keep it in the hands of these fucking people that are just out trying to make a fucking movie that just happens to be based on comic stuff, it's going to be trash like we've been getting. Yeah, part of it, too, is Hollywood. And, and let's be honest, the studios, you know, it's the old adage, you know. It's money talks. Yep. Money talks. Yeah, speak with your wallet. Look, as speak much as we bitch about wallet. Thor, Well, you speak with your wallet, but the studios also speak with theirs too, and they know mm-hmm. it's going to make money. It's the same reason why they keep thinking that putting out an X Men film after X Men film was going to make them big bucks. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there, there's, there's perception of of what your what your what the idea is going to create in terms of revenue. Who's going to mm-hmm. watch it? You know, and again, this is also where um, what's the difference between a writer, a director, and a CGI effects artist? Mm-hmm. A writer will write something that they think is is fabulous, and th- this actually gives us a good segue to something else as well that was from SDCC. But the writers write something that they think is going to be is fabulous. They they write entire worlds, they write entire soliloquies, they write they write for the sake of mm-hmm. writing for the art. The director mm-hmm. will direct whatever they feel is going to basically um, make them look good and get them the award because that's how what they do. It's to make that information look good. The CGI mm-hmm. person, though, will basically just say, hey, give me somebody with dots on their face and I can make them look like anything. Right. It's all about the perception of what they're going to create out of what, they, what they've been paid to create by the, by the, the studio by the house that that requests it. And so this is a great segue to the Sandman trailer. Neil where That's a segue, someone, y'all. Where, he actually had a good Neil segue, Diamond. but he talked over. He was where he actually beat Neil me through Diamond. the segue I wanted to do. Damn it. Which we, where we have Neil Gaiman who's one of the best fantasy writers of the of his time, of the era. And granted, Sandman is kind of like Moon Knight with just more sand. But hold on, how do you get more sand than Moon Knight? You get more sand than well. I mean, if your name is Sandman. But but was it more sand than Tatooine? Hmm, that's a good question. Was it more sand? sand. Was it more sand than the other? Does it get everywhere? Sandman. But everybody thinks that Gaiman's work because it's what comics and writing should be like this visual tour de force. Does it end up just looking more like American Gods? Yes. Mm. Yeah. It does. But is it going to be true to what the story is? Who knows? The spirit of it. The it's spirit the spirit of, the of it, which, again, it's another production house that is producing something just like what Marvel feels is going to get the people to the theaters. And so I, I feel like Sandman's one of those, it's, it's your, you know, you, you it's, it's. I don't, I don't know enough about the comics. Or this version of Sandman that I I'm I gonna let you punch my nerd reference. card. I've never read it. 
I've read the very first number, like the 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 uh, trade paper, the fir- uh, very first one I read twenty something years ago. I and I didn't dislike it; it just wasn't my cup of it, tea at the time. And it, I need to go back and reread them. Is it me or is Sandman the thing that everyone said? Oh, you've got to read the Sandman. And if you ha- if you've read Sandman, then you have this wholly other level of nerddom. But then most Sandman people was, haven't fucking it, read it. <laughs> Like most people haven't read it. It was that and anything by um what's his face? The Watchman. Like anything it was Sandman and him. If you if you read Neil Gaiman or you read his stuff, the the crazy wizard bearded dude, I am brain farting so bad right now. I'm so tired. Who's the one who wrote Watchmen? I get what you're saying. And and yes, does it make you was it was it designed to be that highbrow thing? Extra nerd cred. Yeah. See, yes. What it is is if you want, if you ended up with it in your comic book bag, Ow. you're reading something that nobody else was because it wasn't every, it wasn't everybody's cup of tea back in yeah. the day. It was, but yeah. by the time it got around to popularity, um, really Watchmen was really what put what put Sandman more to the forefront, and then everybody was like, mm. oh wow, this is something I had completely missed. Yeah, these low key um, indie comics are actually pretty interesting. We should well, check these out. I d- I do have a question though because isn't that like because I know the Sandman comics specifically were kind of their own thing, but also mm-hmm. Sandman is tied to the DC universe in a way because he's also technically Dream in the DC universe. I yes. think that was there. There is there there is some precedence for it. It's um, they're not it's, exactly it's, the same, but they're yeah. technically the same. They're technically mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, but th- like it's. It's one of those ones I will definitely let somebody punch my nerd card. I, I I missed out on that one. That was not something I ever got deep into. I mean, no, I never got, that, I never about got this, that deep into it as your, well. But you're, you're at your computer. That I'm sorry, I know I'll let you the, go, Dormammu. I, yeah, I, I never but. got it as deep. No, all good, man. I mean, I never got as deep into it as, as well because at the time I wasn't really... It wasn't one of those titles that I felt was like speaking to me in terms of what I wanted to read. Right. It is one of those things where he it's more about dreams and the 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 perception of what mm-hmm. it's very subtle. It's a very mm-hmm. subtle read. It's a very deep read too. Mm-hmm. And it when that was out I was all tight and the emotions. Yeah. Yep. So what? That's what I'm saying. I want to go back now as an older as an older man and and not old, but older than I was when it was coming out and just see if my perceptions on life and stuff have changed enough that I'll actually enjoy. Cause it was very deep. I remember it being very like, the fuck is he on about in this? It's comic? also, it's also know, very like, heady. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, it's very, it's, it's like Dune. highly intelligent guy. And yeah, it's, it's like Dune and the headiness. Yeah. Show you real quick while we're talking about this, look up how much love and thunder made. Go Why? ahead. Uh, Dormammu. I just want to know something. Yeah. Go ahead, no, I was gonna say like I, I think like where where Neil Gaiman was trying to write on this was from a perspective of um what happens to the soul and, and what happens to the dreams of the people that are mm. that that make them make them them, make you you know, make their personalities who they are. Mm. And you know, that it's a it's a, a battle of um very introspective who's in control of that. <clears throat> yeah. And okay. and so that's Part of what we see out of the, out of the the trailer is this um, this battle that's happening where you have this character. I'm not going to go into it to 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 kind of to to spoiler it for anybody, but you, 
you know, give you get a chance, anybody that's listening, to get the trade paperback or pick up a copy or, you know, get a free Read it on Amazon. By all means, it's available. Go digital. Get, get right. go on Comixology on Amazon. Yeah, exactly. Get comics. Go to Comixology get comics. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it, it, it he's, it's, it's, very much in line with the rest of Neil Gaiman's other work, where it's all about the um, what makes individuals, the individual soul, and what makes them them, and what they're what you know whether it's war, peace, uh, goodness, light. It, it's it, it is in this case it's the dreamscape and it's the dream world and who is in control of that and whether or not they have the ability to actually bring peace to that because it affects everything else in the universe, everything yeah. else in the DC. And, and I guess if you want to try for, um, for it against like the DC scape of things, it is sort of their version of Dr. Strange. Yeah. Um, but it's a, that's a really far, that's a, that's a, that's a very wide field to. Throw yeah. Down. Cause I mean like, it's um, more like, it's more like Dr. Strange, Dr. Fate, and then deeper. <laughs> yes, yeah, very much so, and that. it's why we're getting a Doctor Fate movie eventually. Um, DC mm-hmm. released their timeline as well, and it oh, like I didn't see that. To try for that because I know Fate um, is going to be in the Black Adam movie, uh, yeah, if ever yeah. so briefly. Yeah. James Bond is playing him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So I definitely think like Brosnan. there's there, oh. there's a precedence oh, for yeah, what yeah. they're Other doing, Bond. and yeah, there's a precedence for what they're doing, and and so looking at it visually, it's very good, but. I have to say, I watched through American Gods. It looks so much like an like a, just an American Gods rehash to me, and maybe that's just because Stars did such a great job that yeah. um, Never that it. I feel like it's going to be tough to top that. To be honest, yeah, I, I'm mean, having no reference for it and no other direct comparison. Preconceived notions, yeah. So I've got so for me, I've got nothing going into this, so I can judge it wholly. Not to mention it's Netflix, so it's already. And that's the only way I'm going to lower its pole position. Because it's a Netflix mm-hmm. series in a comic book way. Because, well, yeah, we all know. But either way, to answer your uh, question, Ricky, six hundred and sixty-two point four million. That that number right there. Referring back to what we were talking about, I was I was trying to get it in before the segue, but you you smoothed into it, Dormammu, and I couldn't get to it. That Sorry. is why they're gonna make a Thor five with Titty with Twisty fucking making it. Because six hundred and sixty-four million dollars is too much money to leave on the table to try to let nerds make a proper nerd movie. Well, that's why they but time the movie while he's doing Star Wars, and he can't do both. So, but it's only. A- but you see, it's also very short-sighted because if they look just back, you know, just back four years ago, five years ago, when nerds were making the movies, they were making a billion fucking dollars. But all they see now is $664 million. They don't care about the check that they got five years ago. They care about the check they got last month. And that's why we're going to keep getting shit movies. And I'm hoping that this fixes it. I hope Wakanda, the seriousness of it, and they see how much money that makes. And they're like, oh, okay. So they do like funny stuff. We made $600 million. So they definitely, somebody likes funny stuff. But this made a billion fucking dollars. So this is what they're actually looking for. Yeah, and then they keep on True. along that. I'm hoping that is a wake up call to them, because 664 million dollars is no kind of chump change, but it's I think, still not a billion dollars. I think they've, I think at least with this particular movie, the wallet isn't necessarily going to win out because basically the fan outcry has been 
horribly negative about this one. So it was it, negative it, about Ragnarok, and they still made it. Was movie. not. Why do people keep saying that Ragnarok was shit? Everyone loved I didn't Ragnarok. Say it was shit. No, no, I said fan outcry. Nerds. No, no, no it wasn't. Was That's few, the thing. I was always fighting against people, telling them I like Ragnarok. They're like, you like who the? What? I, I Dude, never met a single stupid. person. I, it's like we're we're arguing the same point. I never met a single fucking person who hated Ragnarok. I've never met a person who hated Ragnarok. I've never met anybody besides you now who said that you actually enjoyed Ragnarok. I love Ragnarok. Not I, nerds. Now normies, yeah. I know a bunch of them that loved Ragnarok. No, it's like I know normies, I know nerds, I know reviewers, everyone who fucking loved Ragnarok for what it was. And like I don't understand like and I don't want to the only reason we can compare the two is because it's the same director. You know, too, which was he ruined them both. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but anyway, uh, Robert's what's just, funny? Rob just text or put a Commented. message. Yeah. Um, do you, do you got to go now, Rob, or no? Um, I can talk for a few more minutes while I'm wrapping things up. For, That's fine for actual, you know, for my day. Yeah. So that's cool. Let's, let's, uh, we're almost done with it anyways. So, um, speaking of spending too much money on, uh, trash, uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, final trailer, I guess you want to call it. Another prequel of a prequel. It's a, it's a prequel. Yeah. It's well, actually, yes, technically speaking, prequel to a prequel, but like comparatively, we've gotten two other teaser trailers before this. And this is the only one that remotely looks like it's a Lord of the Rings related thing at all. Um, and, you know, once again, I'm going into this kind of blank because the series is basically supposed to be somewhat loosely adapted from the Cimmerillion. Uh, like yeah, but that's not even, you can't even base it on that because that is, that's like what, like a, a picture dictionary? It's not even a fucking story. Like the, the I need Sean to come in here and to fucking smack you down. Um, no, I'm, I'm being dead ass serious. It's, it's, no, he's it's kind like of right because it's, it's the not an actual is, story. Yeah, the Silmarillion is more of a guidebook to to Tolkien's. Yeah, yeah. Tolkien's yeah it's Bible, like, oh, you you, you heard this name? Well, here's a here's a fucking paragraph about that person that they mentioned one time in that one sentence. Oh, and they talked really about this, going to this place. Here's a picture of kind of what it looked like. You know, that's really pretty much all it is. Really, to he's right. Seventy five percent of the Silmarillion is basically just elf lore and um, language and songs and yeah, yep. yeah. It's so, like all the I mean, drinking songs of the dwarves and the hobbits and shit are in there. Like I'm not making this shit up, dude. I read all that. Sean ain't gonna smack yeah. me. I read it all. I have them in hardback in here, dude. I'm I'm a fucking nerd. Yeah, everybody forgets that shit because I talk shit about it. But so I not. think you'll, I think you'll like this reference, Ricky. So it real really where this rings of power to me feels like, and this was the note that I wrote down. Mm-hmm. Young Galadriel versus Milf Galadriel, you pick. <laughs> <laughs> Both, same time. Yep. Not even hard. <laughs> exactly. I like that. Like, this is why I wanted you here, man. See, but at least for me, you know, I don't give a shit. I just hope it's a good show. It's like, if it's a shit show, it's a shit show. If it's a good show, it's a good show. If it's somewhere in between, cool. Then fucking Bezos blew out a fuckload of money for no reason, but. Oh. I'm I'm not up in arms with everybody. Shit. I think it's gonna be like Game of Thrones level of production quality. I don't oh, think it's it, gonna be shit. It's the highest budget mm-hmm. TV show ever, if, from what I recall. Did they did they beat out Game of Thrones for price now? I think he, it's over three hundred million for this series. An episode? No, no, no. For the series, it's like three hundred and forty uh, million. Jesus Christ! Yeah. So That's I mean, too much. he he literally threw all of the money. He, I mean, this is straight up. Bezos said, "I want this to happen." Well, I mean, here's money. Do it. I mean, That's, that's literally not even what it came down to him. Like 
he had to pay his ex-wife what like seven billion dollars in their divorce that's yeah some absurd money so but i mean like if it's good and it's just more shit in the lord of the rings verse but not having to trail on the same fucking characters that we now you keep calling it shit sean's gonna come smack you no Mm -hmm. the reason i say shit is because all i see is negativity surrounding this show like oh look what they did here oh they're changing this shit oh we got black dwarves oh like who the fuck cares it's shit we've never seen before for once it's the same shit we've been arguing about star wars do something other than this small segment of time give it you've got thousands of years of history give us something else now if this is building up to sauron becoming a thing cool like as long as the spirit stays the same well, it's and not because it's, it's kind of easier because there is no spirit. Because, like I said, it's like yeah. a guidebook. Yeah. But if so, it stays in the spirit of the movies, like it has that same kind of vibe and feel, it's going to be fine. People need to fucking relax. Yeah. It's like, and I'm tired. At this point, I'm both tired of woke nonsense and people bitching about woke nonsense because it's like, oh no, there's a thing in here. It's going to be woke. It's going the whole series is going to be shit. Shut the fuck up. It's like, wait till it comes out to be fucking seen. Oh, these people have watched the first couple episodes. They say this. Shut the fuck up and wait till it comes out. Jesus Christ. Have you ever read The Lord of the Rings? No. That's why I can only base anything on these things. If you go back and read The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings in this day and age, considering that that book was written, what are we talking, 60, 70 years ago? World War II era. It was pretty fucking woke back then like some of the stuff he talks about back then he just made it it wasn't a thing he just talked about it yeah nowadays it's oh he's talking about transgenders and lesbians and homosexuals and blah 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 blah. but he didn't it wasn't about that it just happened to be part of the story only people nowadays on the internet are making this big deal out of it it's always been that way go back and fucking read them yeah but i mean like even i don't even know what these specific arguments anymore because i stopped like if I see somebody bitching about it, it's like, oh, look what happened here. The new Lord of the Rings movie is woken this way. I don't, like I'm not even going to pay attention to you. It's like you're just clickbaiting for whatever and finding a reason to talk about somebody else complaining about something. It's like, can I just wait till it comes out, watch it, and make my own assessment without you, the greater you here, not not you, Ricky. I got you. Uh, shooting down whatever the fuck it is months before it's ever come out. It's like, I, it's like, uh, it's like well, I might respect your opinion a little in your thoughts on something based on what you've seen, but you telling me what other people are angry about is not necessarily going to be why I want to base my own judgment on, you know, just fucking stupid. Like wait till it drops. The commercial very much put me in the same kind of headspace as the movies. So I think they're doing what they're this trailer to. definitely did. Like comparatively I, to the other ones that just look like some, the, the teaser trailers was like the thousand foot, view of it like i don't know what the fuck's mm-hmm. happening here this seemed like oh we have an actual story like this mm-hmm. oh this is in lord of the rings world this is in middle earth oh. it looks beautiful and it looks, it looks beautiful it better it fucking better for that much for that much, <laughs> for yes. that much money could you imagine if it's like 330 million dollars and they have like bloom house fucking horror hold on flick let me google <laughs> let me google real quick i want to see exactly how much it is let me sit here hold on i mean that's that that'd be crazy if budget just, for lord of the rings there was like rubber prosthetics on his face and shit <laughs> damn it hold on oh my gosh yes. hold on uh rings of power right yes budget for damn it i was trying to that was the original movie not that it it cut me off what is while the budget looking, for lord while, while, lord of the rings yeah. rings, rings of, of power, power series according to winter is coming.net 
The rings of power is a bargain for billionaires. So how exactly is spending almost $500 million, nearly double the $281 million <laughs> price tag of Peter Jackson's entire trilogy of films, a bargain? Hold on. They, so he spent... They it, doubled it, the price of all of the whole trilogy of movies. They've doubled the price for oh, this Oh, here it is. Show. I found it. Found it. Well, that's one way to go. I, I, I'm sorry I underestimated. <laughs> I apologize to Bezos for how much I uh, underestimated his nerddom. 465 Jesus Christ. It better oh, fucking God. look good. $465 million for one, <laughs> one season. One yet season. You cannot ship my thing in a shipper that won't crush my boxes. Or give out bent cards to everybody. No, you can't you can't you can't you can't pay people enough to not bend boxes. Uh, oh my god, but four hundred and sixty five million dollars on a streaming service. That he'll never fucking see actual money return. See, this is okay. I'm I'm not gonna lie. It's all this money is, coming back to him. No, 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 Everything no, 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 no. no. This is where this is where I want billionaires to really be doing with their money. Just fucking sink your money into dumb fun shit instead of fucking worried about actual world problems or developing the next giant technology that not help me or my grandchildren, but it's going to be super important in the future. Uh, no, fucking spend. 500 billion or 500 million dollars on a TV show that people are pissed off about before it even happened. That's what are I want billionaires to do. Entertained? Like we'll watch our TVs as the, we'll watch our TVs as things burn outside as California. That's burns a, I'm not worried about that yeah, shit. It's I happening right now in Texas. So it's the outside. Well, the outside is where TV comes from. So if it all burns down, you won't have TV. That's not true because somebody else somewhere will be making something. Off no, if all of outside, if all of outside burns down, then there's nothing out there other than. Bezos will get together with his buddy Musk and they will launch on SpaceX oh, they don't up like to the moon other. and record movies on the fucking moon and I'll watch that shit. What? Yeah. You think they're going to send any TV back to the, from here? No. Could be from the moon. Yeah, the latest, the latest from PRS. Penis Rocket Studios. Exactly. Penis yeah. Rocket you know, Studios. You know, it's actually it would be easier for them to beam us something from the moon than it is for us to actually bounce shit off satellite back to ourselves. Because right. it's a straight shot. They don't have to bounce it off anything. Sure. I guess so. Science. In theory. <laughs> but yeah, we're all but going to Mar they're going to Mars crazy. anyways and taking everything with them. Uh, 465 million. So, that is just mind boggling. So, so how many episodes are going to be in this? Uh, God knows. 52? Let's say 10. Let's say 10. It better be 52. <laughs> no, but it's going to be, it's, it's going, you know, it's it's going, going full like anime. It's going full anime. Yeah. 52 episodes. You know it's gonna be like ten. So you're looking at oh, it better be more than ten million dollars an episode. That is crazy money, yeah. dude. That's yeah. crazy. That's gonna. That's like, and if it doesn't look any better uh -huh. than the best shit from Lord of the or from uh, Game of Thrones, then it's a waste. Right. All right. So uh, let let's talk about a series that is clearly not spending four hundred or forty six million dollars an episode. Uh, Interview with the Vampire. On ah, AMC. it looks shit. It looks. Tell shit. me you're a vampire without telling me you're a vampire. I'm a. I'm not a vampire. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's not. We don't have to go too far into it. I just saw that and the trailer was my available. Writer. Yeah. So either way, um, some of y'all will love it. I like uh, the rest I of y'all. Like it's an AMC. It's yeah, an AMC. I like show, two things so. in this world: Interview with a Vampire and in Nightmare Before Christmas. That's how you know I'm a vampire. <laughs> I, I hate mean, to say. You know, AMC's doing it, so even if it's got Anne Rice's name on it, which uh, um, if it's why is it called a soft reboot? If uh, 
I mean, it's a show. Just trying to rewrite the story so it's fl- isn't fluffed over like the original release was. Or? Well, the the I mean, soft reboot is they, they're changing. Yeah, they're, they're changing Walking characters. Just go off page with it. Hold on, wait. They're is changing it, isn't the that Grey Worm of it. playing Louis? Louis? Mm. Isn't that isn't that Grey Worm playing Louis? Oh, I didn't pay them enough attention. I um, want to say that's Grey Worm. Really? Yeah. Go back and look again. I might be wrong on that, but it kind of looks like him with hair. Uh, starring Jacob Anderson. So I'm gonna say yes. It says from Game of Thrones. I'm looking. There you go. Looking at it. Yep. Um. So I mean, that, that, I'm not gonna watch. They're it, just changing but it. But it's a thing that happens. Um. I think my wife's gonna watch it, and she'll try to make me watch it. And I'll be like, Goo, no, no. She can come on every week and tell us what she watched, and we can judge it based on it. I'm good. I'm good. So it'll be it'll she'll be she'll be our interview with the vampire watcher and let us know if it's good or not. We don't have I'll to watch make, it. I'll make her take notes. I'll make her take notes every week and then come on at the end and give us a big overall synopsis. Yeah, all she has to do is come on for ten minutes, tell us what happened, and then it was shit. It's over. <laughs> she could give you like my Halo rundown. Yeah, it's still garbage. <laughs> like we need somebody to come on who's gonna watch the show and it's not gonna be any of us. So. I watched Halo in no, every I'm, episode. I told you. Yeah, I know, shit. and you shouldn't have. And guess how many I watched? <laughs> One, and I was out. Um, it was still shit the whole time so, you missed nothing you're fucking welcome you owe me like 20 hours of your fucking life uh i, I didn't tell you to go watch it you watched it of your own accord and then you oh, came they on the told show me to watch it by calling it halo that's why i had to watch it yeah it was called halo and i didn't watch it so i'm fine um i'm not, not gonna pay fan. for a seer i'm not gonna pay for anything else to watch that kind of nonsense uh but unfortunately well, something else paramount that's, plus yeah but unfortunately something else that's on paramount uh to some degree is uh the dungeons and dragons honor amongst thieves movie i'm okay with it i know ee hates it already ee prime already hates this fucking movie yeah can i have um, can i have can i have a moment yes you can I want chris, you to take hey, chris it, pine take all the hey, moments chris chris can, can i talk to you for a minute chris you got two methods of acting it's either smoldering look of smugness or it's swagger dialogue it's not original anymore, Chris Pine. Okay, all I see is Kirk and LARP. It's a holodeck. Lens flare can't cover your acting message. It's the holodeck. Sorry, <sighs> Look at it this so way. Here's the thing. It's here's it's thing. just it's just Kirk in the holodeck. Now I watched this. This is one of the ones I watched before we did the show because I didn't know if it was a different one than I'd already seen or if it was just a better quality or something. So I clicked it to watch it. This is literally Thor. They're taking something serious and they're trying to make it funny. I'm not a D&D guy. I've never been a D&D guy. I have friends that are huge D&D people and I know that they take it very serious. Most people, are, I know most D&D guys are huge. I, I know that there are, of course, it's us putting ourselves into the game so there can be humor in it. But the fact that they literally go with the Led Zeppelin song, just like Ragnarok, they fucking literally just have him joking his way through everything. Wubba dub dubbing and tripping and falling into the next part of the adventure is literally just Ragnarok and, and, and Love and Thunder. They saw those movies. They saw that same $664 million we talked about, and they want some of that. That's what this movie is. This is their version of that. Now, I'm going to watch it because I, I have know. no ties to it. Now, the only the only thing I want out of this movie is for it to be... Us literally watching, like, like at the end of the movie, we find out it's literally, like, 
10 people playing a campaign. <laughs> no, they're playing a campaign. We've just oh, been like watching a... it the whole time. Yeah. So you want like your ending to Buzz yeah. Lightyear that you didn't get? <laughs> yeah. But it, well, in this case where it's, I mean, they're not watching a thing. They're playing the campaign. Like we, we, we zoom out and like all it's. That's what I'm saying. You want yeah. your Lightyear ending you didn't get. You want yeah. the camera to zoom out and see that. Oh, uh, Lightyear, Lightyear pops up on Disney Plus this month. So I can actually watch it mm-hmm. here in a couple of days. So that's it's good for me. Not bad. Um, it was actually good. I will, I will say but that. Here's the, the thing. I have. I'm sad that Marlon Wayans isn't in it because I actually oh like God. this movie. I like the old yeah. movie because again, no tie to Dungeons and Dragons. I just liked it. Now, is there, is there anything about this that is sort of referencing? Was it? Cause there was a cartoon Dungeons and Dragons, right? Or was that called yep. something else? Yeah. That was is there, are there things? Yeah. I remember that. Is there anything in here that seems to be referencing that or am I, not that I've seen. There was no okay. Ranger references, no Uni references. I was wondering. Even oh. the owl bear is just a is just a throw to the to the original second edition. Okay. Yeah, tabletop. See, I gotta yeah, I gotta wonder. Statue, wasn't it? I don't know. Are you a were you a D and Deer uh mommy? Uh yeah, for a hot minute. Long, See, that's the thing enough, is long I'm... enough to have a ranger character, yeah. And I mean, I wasn't, but I've I've still got friends that play. Shout out, yeah. hey, shout out to the Nick, Deers out there, guys. Because Nick going, and Maya are both Nick and Maya are both big into D. I guess I need to hit up some D and D people and find out if this is because I'm outside of that to not know what is good or good. Well, I know according to EE, the this D and D movie to what he knows of D and D, and I guess he's was big into the books and all that stuff. Uh-huh. This will be, this will be his halo. Oh, uh, probably. I wouldn't doubt it. At least it's only a movie. They don't uh-huh. have to endure a series, which I'm surprised that, I mean, we've already gotten a, a really good D and D adaptation series technically twice now with the uh, critical role. So, I mean, what do you do? You got to just come up with something else in that universe, but either way, that's a good place to go ahead and end. Because that was literally the end of our notes. So, guys, uh, make sure you do that like and subscribe thingy, wherever it is you are. Uh, I actually started listening to us on Spotify so that we could actually get some Spotify listens. And I rated us five stars on Spotify. So, give us high ratings wherever you are. Uh, And make sure you subscribe on the YouTube if that's where you're watching it. And uh, you can also follow me on all the Shoki-related things that are linked down below. We have Ricky over here. You can follow him on his work for Nerd Rage Radio on Facebook and then uh, technically every other Friday night for the Rome Hatton project. And then the other times of hangouts, it's a hangout. Yeah. I'll still be on there. You can come in there and shoot the shit with us. Yeah. And then uh, you do have Rob slash Dormammu down here. Is there anywhere they could find you, sir? Uh, you can find me on the Facebook. You'll find me in part of the chats for the realm of collector channels, including the Rome Hatton projects on Fridays. So mm-hmm. pick me up, shout me out. Yeah, there we go. Thanks for inviting me, he guys. Has, oh yeah, no problem. Oh, I'm glad you came, man. That's it was awesome to have you in here, man. Like as soon as you even mentioned it, I was like, well, let me go hit him up because I'm gonna. That would be awesome because I do interact with Dormammu a lot, and I know like if you watch any of the Rome Hatton videos, he'll have us in tears. Like we literally will stop talking about whatever we're talking about just because some comment he said in the chat squad that we'll see, and they'll have us dying. So nice. I love this guy. This guy's awesome. And hopefully if we ever have a live show, he can be in our chat. Um, (laughs) Also uh, shout out to Mike, who is probably going to be absent for a little while while they're uh, trying to get settled in a new home somewhere. I will still include the link down below for the GoFundMe to help them raise enough money to 
get a down payment for a house because it's been a pretty tragic week for them. Uh, luckily they got at least a couple extra days to finalize their packing and moving, but, uh, they, I, we haven't actually discussed where he's currently living, but he's no longer has his home as it stands. So shout out to Mike. I thought he said he got an extension. They, no, he got two extra days to get their shit out. Oh yeah. Damn. No. Um, but they, uh, a few people from my live streams definitely donated the other night. So shout out to the people who did that. Um, trying to get it, get the word out there as much as possible. Try to get this family a home. So either way, nice depressing thing to end on guys, but it is what it is. It is what we do. And, uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Okay. Bye. 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 Rolling up over black Cadillac High heel boots and a sexy body full of tats